with Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton on hand as always. As we told you Friday, Drake Toll now appearing on uh, the Matt Mosley Show. And Drake, in typical Toll form, I thought you really eased into it. I, I just knew you were like sitting on... We'd already changed your, your Twitter handle to I have a big announcement to make, to which I thought, well, is that I hope that's our deal. I don't know. Maybe he has another announcement to make. And and then there was like there were some hype videos that were making their way around. And I'm right. I'm very impressed with with the your ability to kind of take those cuts and, and have have different things. I mean I I intend to lean into that, utilize that, and we'll do that here at ESPN Central Texas. But officially, the other day we talked about it. Uh, welcome to the program. There's been lots of excitement out there. Everybody uh, on Twitter, I saw family members yeah. weighing in, and uh, that's good. The Arkansas contingent is is likely with us uh, as we speak, so Drake, um, welcome in, man. How are you? Matt, it is opening day, move-in day for Baylor students. So huge weekend. High school football starts this week, and then bam, the big announcement got to come out. I felt so tame last Friday on the show. I don't know if I really showed my true colors. And then finally, the announcement video. I'm glad that you felt like it was just right. That's what I, I really wanted to encapsulate it. I'm glad you felt that way, Matt. <laughs> I I don't know if it was just right. I just think it was you. Okay. And okay. I think that's and you know I embrace you, uh, <laughs> and I have I have from uh, from early on. Are you saying so, some people don't, Matt? Is that what you're saying? Some people uh, don't embrace I, me. As somebody said last night um, on on Hard Knocks when I was watching, if you don't have haters, you ain't popping. All right, that's that's the way. That's is the that, way. Are you we sure all... it wasn't you that said that? That seems like a Mosleyism. <laughs> that's right. That does sound like <laughs> a guy. You, from Matt, what is popping? Can you can you break down what popping is? No, no. But I did hear that, and I thought <laughs> that's. I like that. You don't have haters. You ain't popping or something yeah. like that. Who's that? Who is that from? Do you know who who oh, says that? Who's, I don't is even that? know who says popping, Matt. I'm 22. I've never heard that in my life. No, this was somebody along the line. Like it, it, I was watching Hard Knocks, and Method Man stopped by, but it was I think Method Man might have said it, or maybe Rico from a song Ritchie. Or you ever something. heard the name Rico Ritchie? That's it's a song no. called no. "Poppin" by Rico no. Ritchie. I you ain't got haters. You ain't poppin'. Yeah, I can't. And that was that. just that. That happened recently. I just heard it. Somebody was saying that's that. it, Matt. That's it's, uh, if you ain't yeah. got no haters, you ain't poppin'. Direct quote from Rico Ritchie. Ah, <laughs> uh, Aaron. I thought so. Rico Richie. <laughs> we need to look into Rico's work and that kind of thing. 
But uh, Aaron was excited the other day. I could tell Aaron had a pep in his step. It's going to be fun. And uh, we are off and rolling in the 3 o'clock hour. And, uh, Drake, this is just a fun time of year to do this. I mean, we've got Baylor. we got all kinds of Baylor stuff, Rangers stuff. Right. We had Cowboys preseason. I mean, doing a show with me, you're going to have to lean more into oh, yeah. baseball, perhaps. Although, you know, you just did a summer of baseball. Right. Calling baseball. Now, baseball is still one of the great radio type sports. I mean, I know everybody wants to be on TV and make all that money. I get that. But baseball, the description of it and everything. In fact, Eric Nadell from the Rangers has had several opportunities to go to the TV side. He's always remained on radio. There's something romantic about baseball and doing those games on the radio. The uh, Alaskan experience, for those of us that haven't had it, Now, did you ever get on one of those? I mean, you're from small-town Arkansas, but you're a man that's – you've seen the world. You got got out of Arkansas. Did you ever take some of those planes from place to place that, like, land on the water? I mean, that just really seems like something you would have done at some point. I am terrified of flying. And I didn't used to be this way, but about a year ago, I was on a an American Airlines flight. I'll shout them out. And I real I was saying my prayers. I'm I was sure calling. I was appreciate it. Yeah, I had I had the phone called. The phone lines were open, and I was calling everybody, saying goodbye. We were flying into Little Rock, and I was ready to go down. We were, we, and, and we got off the plane. The pilots were probably twenty and just drenched in sweat. Uh, and since then, I have been terrified of flying. So the first thing when I got to Alaska, one of the locals warned us said. Don't get uh, don't get too close to a moose, and never get into a bush plane. Because if you get into a bush plane, the thing is, is you know it starts raining or something, they can't see, and then bam, there's the side of a mountain. I mean, it's dark. But they said, and if you get into a tailspin too, these things are terribly dangerous. So, I've got buddies who are pilots. I've been in planes before, uh, uh-huh. but if I never had to fly again, then I it, if if I could pick one superpower, it's it's teleportation. Yeah. Just so I don't have uh-huh. to ride in an airplane. Those things are freaky. You're too young to have that much of a fear, so you do need to move past it, and uh, you're going to have a long career in media. You're going to need to be taking planes, and I don't want you to have to do what what my old co-host used to do, that when he'd get on early in the morning, he did not like to fly, even though he was in first class. Right. Um, And I'm talking about Randy Galloway for all those years. He was looking for first class. They served the... uh, they keep the Bloody Mary, screwdrivers, mimosas, whatever you need. Good morning. They, they keep those coming. Well, yeah, all day in first class, you get what you need, yeah. uh, which is, is a nice thing for some. Some people don't need access to the, a bunch of, you know, especially uh, on a flight. You don't want to be on with people who are just hit, you know, kind of oh, going yeah. that yeah. strong. But, uh, yeah, Randy, and he didn't go crazy with it, but he always needed a a little something to take the edge off on those. uh, I would not advocate for that. I would not. I I mean, like, you know, I know know you see me as somewhat of a mentor. That's not an area I would coach you up in. Like, hey, you should get on those first class. I do recommend first class flying. And, man, when I flew a bunch and you had those – you had those upgrades available. Uh-huh. That was that was very very nice. Now, um, uh, the Alaskan trip though, did you see a pretty? Was that a high quality of baseball? Like, are we talking about some future 
minor leaguers? Are we talking about some star college level players? What um, I, I I was kind of fascinated with that whole scene, uh, and I'm sure there was a way I could have not fascinated enough to like track you down, right. like I'm sure your family members did, but still fascinated to kind of know what you were up to uh, in uh, in Alaska. What what was that? What what level of baseball was that? And I mean, did you kind of like cover the team also? Did you did you find yourself like trying to break news on the team, or, or since you were employed um, by the team, could you not really do that? It's so interesting. People forget that a lot of these guys that are playing summer league collegiate baseball are in the transfer portal. So I got to be next to these guys while they were toying with the idea of going somewhere else. So I would get the insider baseball on. Uh, cool, cool example here. Logan Hurd is a guy who played for Loyola Marymount University. I know everybody in Central Texas is saying, "All right, why do we need to care about Logan Hurd?" Well, Thatcher Hurd, starting pitcher for LSU, won the national championship game, Game Three against Florida. At the same time, he was on the mound in Omaha. Logan Hurd of Loyola Marymount was on the mound for us. I'm watching the. College World Series, seeing one herd play, and in front of me in Alaska, another herd play. He went in the portal, went to Tulane, and I knew about it before anybody else. But I wasn't going to break it. Now, this is this is the portal stuff. It's for these kids to announce. But yeah. I I was on Cape Cod two years ago. A kid named Nolan Shonawell, who's a Florida Atlantic kid, just got called up by the Angels. He's twenty years old. He can't celebrate with a beer, uh, and and got really close to him. He was our first baseman with the Hyannis Harbor Hawks on Cape Cod, and. Now the guy is is playing for the Angels. I think he's the first position player to be called up, uh, drafted and called up before August since the 70s, and and is tearing things up with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. So I've seen some pretty good baseball. And then our team yeah. in Alaska, the we had 12 guys drafted from the team the year prior. So, hey, come this summer, I'll see 10 guys. I'll see double-digit guys who I know that get picked up uh, and just add to the to the plethora of guys that I've been blessed to watch while they were so young, you know? Yeah, and while you were young as well, I mean, you're 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 finally kind of catching up on like age twenty three, I think. So uh, close, you're really closing yeah. in on it. Uh, I didn't know if you would give your age because you do sound a lot older Is than, that right, than you are. But the other day, you just led with it. Yeah, so I don't think I have to avoid it. I mean, you know, he's he is a young he is a young man. But uh, uh, but that's interesting that you've spent listen to Cape Cod. Yeah. Uh, Alaska. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are uh, at some point you may have to settle down and and do a summer <laughs> in Central Texas in Waco, Texas. I did yeah, my sophomore yeah. year. My sophomore year of college. It's the best summer. It's it may be the best summer of my life. I love to summer. I every student listening too. I know it's it's opening day. I'll call it opening day of classes at Baylor. You need to spend at least one summer in Waco. Go to all the places. Go to the museum. Go to the Dr Pepper Museum. Go to the Mammoth Museum. You know, go check out Cameron Park. I uh, I actually took a job at Waco Tours because I enjoyed my Waco summer so much. So I lived, I, I've lived in Waco obviously now for five years and worked for Waco Tours for two of those and loved it, Matt. May 11th, 1953. Never forget. Aaron, does this, does this shock you that Drake would choose a summer job uh. that has like a microphone <laughs> and maybe on like a people mover or one of those, tra- whatever those things are called? But that he he would choose a job to where he is like leading a group. Now, Drake, what was uh, what was a normal size tour group for you? I, w- uh, I would at, have twelve at Waco tours. Would have, You'd have but, about twelve, yeah, eight to twelve, and I would know every one of their names in the first fifteen minutes. That's my cool party trick. 
never forget. Like Aaron's in studio right now. His uh-huh. name's Aaron. I'll never, I'll never forget that. Well, I mean, you're going to work with him like every day, so that's not the greatest party <laughs> trick ever. Um, and don't be one of those guys, by the way, that's in sales, and you do some sales. I do. I am but in they sales. They love saying sales people love to talk about saying everybody's name a lot. It's they the think most important something, word in the English think, language, Matt. Yeah. I don't need to hear my name. And Aaron doesn't need to hear his name. <laughs> Aaron, I'm sorry we've, that Matt doesn't say your name we, enough. <laughs> we've always known, we've all known people that I'll, I'll be in a conversation. They're like, Matt, 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 I do not need to And be then you reminded. buy from them. They're selling you something and you buy no, from them because they've said Matt no. so much. I guarantee I you. am averse to any of that. Okay. Any sales tactics I can't do. Fortunately, people do enjoy hearing from you. And we've got great, our partners, oh my gosh, and they continue to add on. Thank you, Central National Bank, the presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show. I mean, we got car dealerships. Uh, we just got a lot of people involved. Yeah. Now, I mean, is Aaron how, is Aaron kind of looking pretty relaxed today? Aaron's a Aaron's man got a big smile to, on his face. He I don't has know if to you can, wear... Can you hear it? No, I, He's got yeah, a big can, smile. I can hear it in his voice. Uh, Aaron has to plan for like three different shows, and then he also has to plan for me always throwing a curveball, oh, which yeah. I did earlier today, in fact. Uh, and Aaron, always kind enough to somehow find a way to uh, to make it all work. So I hope. Now, Aaron, I would say this: uh, if you're like me, that Rangers weekend left me in a funk. Like I, I, I'm I, this this Astros race, the Seattle. Um, Aaron, did, how much of your weekend did you invest in the Rangers, and how much of that weekend did it kind of ruin, <laughs> or did you see a couple of losses and then guard your heart on Sunday? That is actually exactly what I did. I watched both games Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday I was like, eh, I'll just kind of update throughout the afternoon which i end up not even doing and i was like oh the game should be over and looked and they had lost aaron so. you skipped the scherzer start you didn't I watch did. the scherzer start i was really confident that they would win it oh Just doing other things oh famous last words scherzer made it um uh drake <laughs> Scherzer made it about th- what three and two thirds yeah it's just and he, and he did become yeah four walks Threw like ninety something pitches Terrible. in three and two thirds. Just didn't have it. Yeah. And you know, I, I the reason I'm kind of okay with that. Get that out of your system. Sure. You know, get have your like one awful start. Get it out of your system now. Don't want to happen anywhere near the playoffs or anything like that. I, I blame this. Um, did did the Drake did the dude perfect guys do anything for you? Growing up, I mean, did, were they did they resonate with you as a kid? All uh, the trick shots and all that, or were you not into that? I was listening to the Matt Mosley show. I wasn't invested <laughs> in trick shots, so I didn't get much right. dude perfect. Uh, okay. But I I can tell you the Astros got swept this weekend. So if you needed a saving grace, the Rangers yeah. are still I you know loosely say squarely in first place in the AL West. Yeah, but you know what happened is. Seattle was the one who swept them, and now Seattle is in the thick of this thing. And um, Seattle's sitting now three games back out of first and a half game behind the Astros. Drake, that's weird when you kind of say goodbye 
to an or you know a team for right. the year and go okay this is mono and mono Astros versus Rangers and then another team comes back and then how about that Julio Rodriguez Rodriguez yeah J-Rod. Julio Rodriguez yeah. it reminds goes, me a little bit of remember those 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 athletics teams Oakland from like 2015 2016 when they, the year they beat the Rangers was it the wild card or for the AL West right at the end of the year it's what Seattle reminds me of it's that bad team I'd say bad. It's not great. And they sneak up on you at the end in August, September. They just pesky. And now Julio Rodriguez, what do you have? 16 hits in four 17, games? Oh. 17 hits in four games. Jeez. And it was either an all time record or it harkened back to the 1800s or something crazy. I mean, like, right. it, it may have been an all timer. But I, I don't even think, I think if you looked at his numbers, he hits, I don't know, 270, 280. I mean, he's not. But his during that time, I think his, his I think his average did come up from like two sixty to two 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 eighty or yeah. something like that or two eighty five. It had a big took a big jump. But that is a that's a team that and even that Brewers team the Rangers faced. Yeah, you sometimes will look at a lineup and go, "Where's this coming from?" Like, how are they doing this? They've got some guy batting second the other day named, like, Kenha, Kana, or whatever, K-A-H-N-A. And I've seen that guy around for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. And, and and I'm just like, what, what's his story? And you look, and he's, like, hitting maybe 220 or something. I mean, the guy's up there hitting number two. You know, he's hitting in a two-hole. Yeah. And then you start looking down their lineup, and they, they can't even touch the Rangers in terms of everybody's hitting, like, 250 or less. And I know average isn't everything. You got to look at their, you know, their their OPS and and uh, and you got to look at their slugging, the whole thing. But still, it's not that was not a murderer's row that came in, and yet they had the Rangers number. Well, when they go, they have a bad weekend. It is a really, really bad weekend. All right, we're going to continue, and uh, we do need to react though. Cowboys had <clears throat> preseason game. Uh, and this is uh, this was interesting. Speaking of uh, Seattle, um, it they went to Seattle, and there was some good, and there was some really bad that came out of it. A discussion on where the Cowboys are after preseason game two is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive-through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. 
Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit the BaylorLineFoundation.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. We all know high school football is huge in Texas. What else is huge is our selection of new Chevrolets and certified pre-owned vehicles at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West, our award-winning team is here to help you find the perfect new Chevy, all with a free lifetime powertrain warranty. For our starting lineup of new Chevys and big savings, too, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toll alongside Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton. Here we go uh, on a Monday, and it's exciting. Baylor football on the way. Drake, I know we'll have Campus Confidential later. Right. You were excited to see that uh, the Baylor uh, football Twitter site or X site, uh, they had uh, Sawyer Robertson with that bomb. I think that was Monterey Baldwin. That was uh, thrown with ease. It's just funny kind of what they allow us to see. You know, you go in there and they allow you to watch a little first part of practice and everything. And then occasionally during a scrimmage or something, they'll say, hey, yeah, y'all put that out there. Right. Y'all put that out there on social media. And – Again, I mean, I Sawyer is someone we're all intrigued by, but that was that was something. And again, we all our highlight any of our highlight tapes. Drake, you and I might have been able to make a good highlight tape of like our high school basketball. At least I assume you played high school basketball. My my highlight tape was popping. 
I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, there were. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's a callback from earlier. Yeah. I, well, I know exactly what it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's funny to kind of think about that and think about like those practices and kind of what what we get to see occasionally. Oh yeah. I mean, I would like to see this Mike Smith, for instance. When you see, well, right. it's the Mike Smith show. I mean, I'm ready to see the Mike Smith show. I'm ready to see it with my own eyes. I hope it breaks out against Texas State. Are you like me? Do you occasionally you need to be reminded like, oh, wow. Yeah, they got that linebacker. Oh, they got the middle linebacker. I mean, like every once in a while, I'm just like, you know what? They got some pretty good linebacker. Brooks, you know, I yeah. like him a lot. Uh, Matt Jones. I mean, like I was just thinking about that over the weekend. Like there's a there's a good group. We sometimes kind of move on and go, okay, who are these next guys? Who's this next class that's right. going to move in? Yeah. Who's the future? There's some kid from LSU that I don't feel like we've ever had a great feel for that transferred in from LSU. Remember being excited about him? Like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a good linebacker. And I was Josh just seeing White, his yeah. Yes. I was seeing his name the other day and yeah. thinking, man, what if that guy, what if he has some kind of breakout? I, I would say uh, I'm getting more and more excited. But just on that Sawyer pass alone, alone um, boy, it does make you think, doesn't it? Just lengthy, it, six, three yeah. and a half, and, and you watch that guy just go back there. And again, not that Shapin can't complete the exact same pass, but, man, uh, it makes you – you see that and you think they, they're probably – I mean, they, they may have a pretty – Nice backup on their hands, and Blake does not need to falter early in this football season. Yeah, they might have a pretty nice starter on their hands. I and I don't think Blake Shapin is going to get benched in 2023. There's so many people who are, uh, you know, start Sawyer now, start Sawyer now. JJ Joe said it best: the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy in town. That's the way it is. Look at Max Duggan; he was bad at football until his senior year. It took him a long time to adjust to the college game. I think you give Blake Shapin at least a chance to learn under Jeff Grimes, to learn under Sean Bell, and I'll prove it this year. But, Matt, here's what's weird to me. Sawyer Robertson launches a 40, 50-yard bomb to Monterey Baldwin. When's the last time you saw Baylor post a Blake Shapin throw on social media? Isn't it odd? When's the last time you saw one for R.J. Martinez? Isn't it odd that this is the video they chose to showcase the Baylor scrimmage? that they picked the backup quarterback that everybody's had so much rah-rah about, who's only thrown for 13 yards in college football, and that's the clip they post. Obviously, it gets a lot of people stirring, a lot of people talking. Are they trying to drum something up here and and maybe put some more pressure on Shapin in-house? Because you know Aranda is very well connected with his social media staff. I don't know that. Like, if... if now, I, I would be interested in... in if you do think that's the case, uh-huh. I would think Aranda is so far from social media, oh, yeah, he can't stand it. And he right. doesn't tweet anything. And if he ever has something on Twitter, somebody else does it for him. Right. So I I don't read too much into this because I don't I, – I mean, it doesn't strike me as like Sean Bell or Jeff Grimes, who is not, not a huge social media guy either, saying, hey, uh, so-and-so. I mean, you know these people, like yeah. who are, and I like the social media team at. They're Bayley, good, by aren't the way. they? They're really good. Yeah, they do some nice, nice things. Um, you know, a lot of them are students, Matt. 
I don't. Uh, I, it's it's so impressive the opportunities that Baylor will give these students to go help run social media. That makes it all. That makes it even cooler to me. Yeah, I mean, I. Gosh, can you imagine? I'm trying to imagine if they had given me that opportunity, and then like during, I'd spend most of the game trying to log on. <laughs> well, what you were at Baylor ten years ago, right? <laughs> it's been longer than that. You graduated with RG three. I, I think you were in media I had, classes uh, together. RG three and I did have a great relationship, but you it say was did. Not, Is that past tense? It was not his fellow classmates. The guy you said earlier is closer to my classmate, although he is older than I am. JJ Joe. Right. Now that's my vintage. And by the way, that's a JJ Joe is great at any age, great yeah. at any vintage. But I hope you sometimes will go back on YouTube and watch JJ Joe to Melvin Bonner. In fact, if I were Baylor, I would be showing them clips of what they used to do in Chuck Reedy, Grant Taft, the whole gang, Wade Turner, Pete, whoever Duke, whoever was doing it back then. Yeah. Well, they would that that was the the, the the option, fake the option, pull back, and release one to Melvin Bonner. Melvin Bonner. Now, that is way before your time. Oh, but yeah, YouTube can solve that. Yeah, Melvin Bonner is a uh, member of the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. I mean, it's, that's, that's one of those names that every Baylor fan should know. It's one of the, the throwbacks that should be thrown out there. And, yeah, J.J. Joe certainly. The highlights watching him play. What is that? Late 80s, early 90s? Early 90s exclusively. Yeah, well, he, late 80s, early 90s Somewhere is true. There, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in 92 season, he proposed in his final game as a Bear. And in today's age, he was he had enough arm talent and everything. They would have found – he would have found a way to play pro football, like yeah. CFL or something, USFL, XFL. They just didn't have enough of those options back then when he was, when he was coming out. But he did take a knee, and he proposed from the field. Yeah. Um, uh, in 1992, I think that was a game Floyd against Casey. Rice. At Floyd we had Casey. the game in. We had the game in hand. That was at Floyd Casey, okay. and uh, and those were good times. So as a kid, you would would you get to come to uh, before they shut down the case? Yeah, you were able to take in some Floyd Casey games. Is that right? Circa 2013, 14, right around then, before they made the trip. Oh, well, let's see. When they won those back to back titles that's floyd Did casey, one of yeah. those happen to wrap up floyd casey right. i thought 2014 13 they, uh, mclean opened in 14 because that 13 game against texas the cap off okay where it was what yeah. seven degrees and raining i'm sure somebody yes. remembers yeah it was terrible yes. uh no matt I, I never got to experience floyd casey they tore it down way too soon but i i hear that it was beautiful just a matri- i hear people loved it it, it, to some of us, it was. <laughs> it was home. We loved it. It was home. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't say beautiful, but it was our place. And uh, in that final game, I got on an elevator, and it was it was going to be Mac's final regular season game. And I was on there on a freight elevator type deal from the press box, yep. and the UTAD, the Lost Dodge, was on there. And uh, somebody said, "The Lost is Mac going to be okay?" And the loss, the loss's response was, "That's not my job anymore." He was Ugh. in the middle of retiring and basically passed that along Ugh. to uh, Steve. Who was the net? Who that was Steve? Steve, whoever the uh, next AD was, and they had an interim AD in there. 
And DeLaw said, that's not my job. And I remember quoting it, Twitter, yeah. and it kind of went crazy. Oh. Everybody went crazy on that story that DeLoss had said that because it was basically a sign that Mac had no help anymore because he was, DeLoss was Mac's guy. Oh, yeah. And I'll never forget, and I won't say his name because he's a friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine, but a columnist of the Dallas Morning News quoted DeLoss saying that, and it got like a huge response. And and the attribution he gave was, Twitter said this uh-huh. according to Twitter. Uh-huh. And you've had this happen to you, I'm sure. You have a funny line, or or somebody says something. You think nothing and, of it, right? You, and, don't, you and, just post and, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody will like either use it, or it gets passed around, or maybe they like a a meme or something that you put out there. And yeah. it's just like by the time it gets out there, and again, we'd pull our hair out. If we chased every single one of those down, but um, it it can get uh, frustrating. No. But I, I remember, the, but Matt, yeah. all this Baylor talk. It reminds again. It's today's the first day of school. We got people who are listening uh, coming back from their very first day of school. Do you have any? Remember your freshman year at Baylor, your first day at Baylor. Was there any pinnacle story? Any big moment? What do you remember from that, Matt? Oh, just welcome week. I mean, that whole week leading up to the first day. Line camp. You have line camp. I, I think we didn't have line camp when I was doing it. It was just welcome week. I was a MinCon leader. I was a welcome. I can almost remember our welcome week song. There is a place for you. There is a place for me. Da-da-da-da-da-da. It was a good Christian and a good Christian uh, tune to it. Now they do hymns for each class. I do not recall Uh them doing a hymn, but I do kind of remember going out that first day and, like, going to class and just kind of being a little worried, almost like the old grade school, junior high. Like, am I going to know where to go? I think I snuck out there the night before that first set of classes and tried to kind of walk around campus to get in my mind where I was going to be for those classes. Now, one of those first years, I did did not quite pass chapel. Matt, I did not make it to chapel. All you have to do is show up, Matt. It's yeah, a I free get, grade. I did fail chapel. Now, that was more of a pass-fail. <laughs> I don't think it's reflected on my transcript. Actually, I think recently I had to get my transcript to somebody. I think that may still be hurting me, <sighs> that I that I didn't quite pass chapel. Yeah, you'll more. never get hired by a church. <laughs> yeah, which Couldn't is all you had to do chapel. was go be in your seat, and it was either at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., and, you know, the, the, all the sorority girls were there, and they would be wearing their, Matt, their you're sorority. The, I mean, there was no reason not to right. make it to chapel, what were but you I just t- didn't. I didn't. I, huh. There's no telling why I didn't. There's no great reason for it. The other thing I remember is just, like, having that meal plan and thinking, okay, I got 21 meals here. Uh, all right, we're going to roll here. I'm going to I'm go to – and literally, I bet, I bet 15 of my 20 meals were at Wendy's. Each week, what? like I never made it, and we didn't have the stuff y'all had, like the bear bucks. Oh, go over there to Chick Fil A or or Starbucks or whatever fun places on campus. We had none of that. We had like we finally got one of those like off-brand subways, like a not oh, even a yeah. Jimmy John's. That's it was gross. like a fr- like Fruities or something. Like, um, Matt, what are you talking about? No, I, I mean it's, <laughs> it's true. This thing was called. 
He had some really random restaurants on campus. Somebody out there screaming the name of this restaurant, by the way. I didn't get Chick-fil-A until late in campus. No, it was a little sandwich shop, and it was way off-brand. And they would have them at gas stations. And it was called, like, Freshie. F-R-E-S-H-I-I. 100%. And they still have it. It is still on campus. It's Freshie. Absolutely. (laughs) And then Memorial got that sandwich station. Right. And that might as well have been, like... That might as well have been a steak. Oh, I eventually did because I was you at fraternity. Right. No, because my freshman year, just the Penland scene, I don't know. I couldn't really get into didn't, the going I to, thought you lived in go to Collins. I did. did. Not li- it's, so why did, it's right there. I didn't, I didn't care for the food, and I, didn't, and I think food's better now. But I would go to Collins because, obviously, that's where the, uh-huh. the prettiest girls on campus uh-huh. were. Which they renovated. You see that? You see the new Collins? Did they reopen Collins? Oh, they did. And they changed everything. Gr- how many Collins uh, uh, young ladies do you think are listening to us right now? The Collins let us know cuties? what you think of the Collins. Uh, let's not let's not throw this thing back to the 1950s and start calling. What them the they still Collins call them the Collins cuties? cuties. Well, look. that's fine. But I, the other day I found myself referring to the rags, and I thought I hope I don't ever have to explain uh, this story why the KOTs are called that. But Collins, the <laughs> renovation. What uh, what is? What is the what's that look like over there? Let us know on the text line, yeah. our Collins listeners, two five four. Oh, listen to this. Write this down, Drake, since you're on the oh, show. Oh, uh, don't worry. I've I've got it written down now. Aaron hooked me the, up. The CNC Collision Center text line, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Also, something you should be familiar with that our audience already knows. Right. Sometimes I will tease. A segment. Now, this is not what you're supposed to do in radio, so this is not the lesson I want you to learn. Oh, uh, happy Mainly, day one. Mainly, you want to you execute a great tease. Correct. You want to get excited about people. You know, this Cowboys segment I'm going to do. Uh, you're on a roll. But I don't recall talking about the Cowboys in that segment. These things happen. <laughs> These things happen. You're right. We'll we be were supposed to, to talk Cowboys, weren't yeah. we? But the good. here's the thing. Aaron has some NFL blitz ready for us, and more often than right. not, especially coming off a preseason game, Aaron will lead with Cowboys. Yep. And we'll be able to um, react to some of that. And then we'll continue to discuss at some point like why these NFL teams, some choose to play their starters, some choose not to. Are the Cowboys doing the right thing by not playing their starters? I, I'm, having, I'm having a hard time with this. I feel like if Patrick Mahomes is out there playing – then your quarterback should be playing, whatever your team is. Your quarterback, if Patrick Mahomes is going to go out there and play in the preseason, probably you should you should also have your quarterback. The Cowboys. Oh no! Don't say that. That's not have no. not. No, oh, not. Matt. Wait, wait, say save this. I mean, I'm I, again. Any disagreement with me is welcomed. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm I'm fine, and I think that'll be a very natural thing for you. But we'll we'll save that. It is time for our NFL blitz. And you'll hear us, uh, Drake and I, uh, will be reacting to all these NFL headlines. Aaron will supply them. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha Boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sport. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family. The name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things. Temple's number one spot for great sports and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. 
I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow, highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to, you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics, they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. To this at 4:40, we'll get to uh, we'll get to Campus Confidential. I like this kind of. The excitement of the new Baylor Athletic season is here, and we're ready to It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we are rolling on a Monday. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I knew once Drake showed yeah, up. I was pressing buttons. Sorry, Matt. I just wanted to put shit. Aaron to the test. That I'm was sorry. All, Aaron, all Aaron, me. keep him away from the, the control Oh, center. Matt, you wouldn't do any better. Come on. That was all that me. Is, that was all Drake Cole, <laughs> uh, the newest member of the Matt Mosley show. Now, Drake, this is where, and I'm and you're no stranger to the show, Correct. but you have been in Alaska, and this is kind of a recent addition. You hear the NFL music, that meant prime time. This is what they played for years when I was a kid, Drake. This was uh, Chris Berman and Tom Jackson, Boomer and Boomer. Tom. And then, and then ESPN late night after Joe Theismann and Paul McGuire and whoever else called the game on ESPN, or uh, if they even had a game, or just the highlights on ESPN. This is the music they would play. And, of course, you would hear the rumbling, stumbling, bumbling. And, uh, and then uh, what was the other thing he would always say? He had all these little uh, – Boomer, little right? This back. is Boomer we're talking about. No, yeah, Boomer would just okay. say, whoop, whoop. You know, things like that. Matt, what's happening right now? Are you mansplaining the NFL to me? Is that what no, this no, is? No. Is that, is that what this saying, is? This was I've not. seen the NFL, Matt. I know you have, but this was this was the 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 Tom Jackson Berman heyday was a little bit before your time. But I'm not trying to mansplain anything to you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Aaron Sexton with the uh, the major NFL headlines of the day. The Cowboys lost to the Seattle Seahawks 22-14 to very late Saturday. The biggest news coming out of that game, though, was injuries for the Cowboys. The Cowboys lost rookie linebacker and third-round pick DeMarvin Overshone to a torn ACL. He will miss the rest of the season. Also, rookie tight end John Stevens Jr., who looked like he was going to actually make the roster as an undrafted free agent, also suffered a torn ACL in the loss to Seattle. Man, 
Not good. Great. That that was not uh, good. Man, no, 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 not a good start there. I love Stretch Stevens, uh, and that is the uh, the latest. Uh, uh, he he was undrafted guy who really was looking good, going to help him at tight end. But Overshone, who we all know, uh, University of Texas, a rangy guy who was honestly playing a lot better on these preseason games at defense than they expected, and he was exceeding expectations. Those are, again, not crippling losses, but not great. Not great, and and that'll put more pressure on other young players. Jabril Cox, former LSU linebacker, Damon Clark. He might be another LSU guy. I feel like everybody's from LSU. Um, but th- th- that was a uh, those were the that was the the negatives Drake coming out of that game the other night. Yeah, not good. Um, obviously not good. Twofold though, right? On on the one side, really bad for the individual guys. Terrible for the individual guys. As for the Cowboys, the defense is where things are loaded right now. I mean, uh, if if somebody goes down with an ACL again, yeah, you gotta hate it. But ugh, there at least there's enough depth that I I don't think we're gonna look up in week six and say, wow, I wish Overstone was out there. Aaron, uh, I've got Drake down. He's got this as a positive ACL. Oh. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Day one. Positive ACL. Put me down for it. Put me down. Give me 500 no, I, on positive I, ACL. I, I hear what you're saying. The silver lining is they're loaded in some areas, and they seem to be okay there. Uh, I think it's a very, very fair and accurate point. Now, couple of concerns I have that I want to bounce off of you, uh, both you guys. The um, Mozzie Smith first-round pick is supposed to be what you call plug and play. You get him in there, you roll. Starter, day one. I I don't – he got one of those long running plays by Seattle. Seattle is a team, and Aaron knows this from all his fantasy football. Over the years – they just have a, the most random running backs. They haven't had like a great running back since like Sean Alexander. I mean, you're going, you got to go way back to some of the people. Ricky Waters used to play there, but they just have a kind of a, a weird group of running backs. Now they had Marshawn Lynch, and obviously they had some great times with him. But no matter who they had, they were running roughshod the other day, and Mozzie was in there. And he's, he's kind of getting turned around. He's got great strength. I think he's got pretty good quickness. But, man, it is a struggle right now with that first-round pick. And I would say on the positive end, uh, Drake, and we'll come back to some of this. But Yeah, what is the positive J- spin on everything you just told me? Well, no, the positive is that Jalen Tolbert uh-huh. looks really good. Three catches, 66 yards. He's firmly established as the fourth wide receiver. He looks the part, great body control, good routes. I mean, he has just stepped into the role they needed him for and to the point where a guy they thought might challenge for the fourth role might not even make the team, and that's at Simi Pohaku. Yep. Um, I think he's – I don't think he's going to make the team perhaps because they have some interesting people – uh, the old TCU return man, you know they, they just well, have some Turpin, yeah. Inter- yeah, Turp- Turpin has has been a little bit better as a receiver than they expected, and may be able to play the fifth role. And then they have a guy named Brooks uh, at the rookie um, Jalen Brooks, I believe that is. Everybody's named Jalen, 
and, and pretty nice receiver, and he's going to be that next wide receiver. I don't think there's a place, Drake, for, for Hako on this team. But so some of the good and some of the bad. But, Drake, I, I think you got to be a little concerned about where this defensive tackle is right now, Mozzie Smith, the Michigan man. Yeah, Mozzie Smith was terrible. Uh, really, really bad, Matt. I'm watching videos from, from the game, his highlights, that should be labeled lowlights. And look, nobody really loses in the preseason, but if you're a kid and you want to prove yourself before your first NFL campaign, this is, uh, take notes, not the way to do it. He looked really bad. But, Matt, you have missed the real winner of the preseason in toto, and that's not one, but it's Deuce. Deuce Vaughn, man. Guy's, what, 5'4", running over everybody and scored a 14-yard touchdown with a face mask tacked on. That guy's going to hes gonna play. I'm telling you, he's going to play, and he's the next Darren Sproles. It feels like it. I mean, you know, anybody that's 5'7 or shorter as a running back, we call them the next Darren Sproles. But in this case, they both played at K-State. Correct. He looks up to Darren Sproles like he's in his life. They are friends. He knows him through his dad, who's a scout for the Cowboys. And so, it, I, to me, it, it actually means something to bring up Sproles. And he is, let's not short the man, when you're, ah, five, when you're that tall, he is full. I know, but he's. A, but I'm saying, you did it pun intended, but you're only an inch too short. Like he's five five. I mean, there's, I mean, there's almost nobody that's ever played at this level at that height. Yeah. But he did it in college. He was great in high school. There's no reason to think he can't do it in the NFL. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? There is football tonight. Monday night football. First one of the year features the Ravens at the Commanders tonight. Don't expect to see former MVP Lamar Jackson play, but we will see newly named Washington Commanders quarterback, starting quarterback Sam Howell play at least some tonight, as well as the other Commander starter. You know, Drake, is there any... Is there any less inspiring starting quarterback situation <laughs> than the Commanders? I think of one. They brought – so, Matt, I spent about six months writing for Fan Nation, Sports Illustrated, what have you, and this was the Commanders, one of my teams. They brought in Eric Bieniemy, and they have Jack Del Rio on their staff. Like, you can't ask for a better offensive coordinator. And what do you lay in his lap? Yes. Sam Howell, it's not good. Uh, it, it really isn't good. And I can tell you what, there are a lot of things that I could do with my Monday night. I'm not sure if the preseason game between the Ravens and the Commanders is on that list. Now, I have something tonight, but I can't say that I, there's anything bigger than a Monday night preseason game. Yeah. I, I'm always going to stop down and, and watch. No, that's a, that's a weird – Sam Howell, and then – the enemies come in there, and they've had some weirdness with him. Um, I think some of these rookies, I mean, how he he may be okay, but they are clearly the weakest team in the NFC East. Rivera would really have to coach these guys up, and they've already been fouling up some just flat-out PR stuff with apparently the grousing over the enemy. Oh, he's too tough on the players. And then the head coach just airing that. Yeah. Like, hey, my reporters, do you, you guys, uh, were you, were you, y'all, y'all might want to know, our players are complaining about our offensive coordinator. Now, Aaron, did I hear you say you could think of a worse or a less inspiring quarterback situation than the commanders 
Which direction would you go with that? Atlanta's pretty close with Desmond Ritter. I don't think he'll be very good. He hasn't in the preseason so far. And, I mean, there are a few really, really bad teams. I think the rookies will st- in Houston and in Carolina will struggle, but it obviously eventually be better than Hal. But the one that jumped out immediately was Atlanta. I don't think Desmond Ritter is an NFL quarterback at all. So we'll see. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, the old Cincinnati quarterback. Can't wait to meet our our new friends from Cincinnati as they come rolling in. I don't know about these rookies. Drake, I would say the Indianapolis Colts quarterback situation interests me. The Carolina Panthers uh, quarterback interests me. Uh, The Jets is just exciting because they got greatness at an old age, and we'll see where that goes. But these rookie situations, you never truly know. And then even like with the Bears, like I I don't know how to feel about Fields. I, I don't. I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, well, well he can and, run, and you know, teams yeah, yeah, looking yeah. for that now. So I, I think the Bears are in a good spot. I did find Matt. I was doing some research here, and tonight there is a World Championship Den- in Denmark in badminton between Sankirth and Kanjura Artiga that I will likely watch instead of the Ravens preseason game against the Commanders. Aaron, can you have him leave that for Stephanie's Sports Corner? <laughs> oh, no. Stephanie Curry. Foul on the play. 15 Stephanie, yards, Matt. Uh, no, she loves I – mean, I'm telling you, Aaron and I remember this. She used to be a part of our program. And every every few months, Stephanie goes, nope, I want to be on another show. And she'll leave. But, boy, she has found – she's found a home with Ward White's Net Press Box show. Yeah. Just enjoys every moment. We loved having her. And she just one day just up and said, I, I'm not, this is not the airtime. I think I deserve. And uh, Ward White's has offered me a better deal and just walked right out, just slammed the door on us. And uh, Aaron and I are still trying to recover from that because we would start the show each day at about, oh, four o'clock uh, in uh, Stephanie's Sports Corner. Matt, I cannot um, endorse anything that you've said. Her desk is right next to mine. <laughs> Wait, you have a desk? They gave me a cubicle in this place. It's great. Too bad it's 13 degrees inside. The air conditioner works in the studio, Matt. It works really well. Aaron, show him that little dugout area where you prepare and everything. That's 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 kind of a Drake-like. That's a little more room to move around. Now, I know why they've put him where he is, because he can be in the shadows of the great tacker and learn from Stephanie yeah, Mr. and Leslie. I mean, just wonderful sales reps. But he needs to be back in the bullpen, uh, as we call it. And so, Aaron, see if there's a spot where Drake could kind of, when, yeah. when he takes off his sales hat <laughs> and he needs to really spread his legs and prepare for the show, he needs to stroll back to that bullpen area. Now, Aaron loves that control room yeah. where he is, the mothership. Yeah, and he, he rarely leaves it. Aaron, do you ever go sit in that bullpen area, like at one of those desks, and and just prepare in there? Or do you try to stay in that in the uh, control room or the uh, the broadcasting room at all times? Uh, very rarely do I do anything in there. I, this is kind of my yeah. workspace in here, so I'm uh, usually in here doing, Matt, doing things. I do. 
I do all my work from that bullpen area. Matt, by the way, I should throw this out here. This has been less of an NFL blitz and more of like an NFL drop nine. We've really, we're really playing the safety defense, right? I would have get two headlines so far. I mean, I Aaron is, is Drake telling us to, to we need to move quicker? Hey, look, I mean, I'm Aaron's giving I'm, me uh, the signal, this Matt. Is, sir, this is your first day. No, there is no signal. Aaron's giving there, me the signal. He's I got do a code. Not, we do not. Aaron, do you have one more you would like to get to? I, I would love – I mean, I love I do. you do all this research. Okay, provide us one. Bengals running back Joe Mixon declined to speak to reporters today in his first practice after he was found not guilty in an aggravated menacing case. He also said he would be boycotting questions from specific reporters yes. who represent Sports Illustrated, the Cincinnati Enquirer, Pro Football Network, and ESPN. So – so, uh, so Joe every, Mixon will never speak again to the media. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and by the way, those charges—he he, was—he was found not guilty, not because yeah. he didn't brandish a gun, but because they didn't think he was doing it in a threatening manner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, in the end, didn't they? Didn't they find? Did they just not? Did they bring the charges, or did he actually? I think then they dropped the charges in the end. So he was found guilty. By, no, he was found guilty, not guilty by the judge. Okay. Um, they also banned. It was weird. Locked on Big Twelve. Oh, no more Joe <laughs> they, Mixon on the program. No, huh? no. He specifically said, called he said, out Drake. Toll. Yeah, very weird. Drake. <laughs> apparently, Drake's. They're always looking at his podcast because he puts out so many of these memes and and videos and everything, but he said, we'll not be talking to Locked On Big 12 anymore. It came down pretty hard on him after the whole gun incident, so I get why he wouldn't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Joe Mixon has refused to – I'm sure the media is broken up about it. How will they ever do their job not being able to talk to Joe Mixon? And what's he going to do if they bring him to the podium? Ask those people to leave? Or I guess if I'm that media, I promise you, I keep – you have to keep shouting the questions out. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to try to keep this up, let him keep it up. But you can't, like, stop trying. You have to show up at the deal. I mean, Drake, that's the thing you're learning as a young reporter. Correct. You can have all these opinions and break all these stories. You just have to show up. You got to – oh, there's – I like it. <laughs> See, it's Matt, back. that's the one from Chris Berman, right? That's the Berman one? Or is that uh, – All of this. Is that all Boomer? This. Yeah. Is that, this, okay. This is Boomer. So you're going to have to walk me back through what the NFL is. I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> you are man, we're gonna you're doing fine on nfl all right we continue all right next next we're gonna teach you about baseball no no you're doing you're doing great the um god we got something interesting though uh next uh i want to talk about ou in texas i want to have i want to have a discussion what we expect for them how they should be treated how they will perform in their final season with us we talk Horns and Sooners and the Longhorn Network. We do it next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. 
Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your... Ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. Drive it and you will see. Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, get a GMC Sierra at Richard Carr and save $57.50. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra for only $34,995. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll joining us today. His first day, it was like his first day of school was only like four or five years ago at Baylor. He's finished Baylor. He's now graduated into the afternoon show on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton always be heard, can be heard here. Drake, now this is usually when we would be starting the show. Recently, we expanded it to three o'clock. So uh, we're off and running. And Drake, these stories about the Longhorn Network 
are really interesting to me. Oh yeah. As as it as it gets ready to come to a close, it's kind of wild that the very its exi- its existence and Texas insisting that they have it is what both almost blew up the conference, but also what kept it together. People don't quite realize that. I mean, it scared A and M off. And they were, that was the final straw. Missouri decided to be long gone. Nebraska's out of there. They brought in TCU and West Virginia. But now the Longhorn Network right. is going away. And it ended up being mu- much ado about nothing. Swing and a miss. I mean, again, not from a financial standpoint. They got like whatever it was, however many years, 10 years. Three hundred million, or was it twenty years? Three hundred million. 20, I mean, they got twenty a, years, yeah, yeah. They got a nice, they got a nice deal out of it, but everybody's moving on. But all these people oh. thought it was going to be so huge for recruiting, yeah. And oh my gosh, they get to do this, and I get it. I mean, the Aggies were already pretty much done, but then this Longhorns get their own network, and they basically the folks in Austin were already running the conference. And, again, part of this was weak leadership. You had Dan Beebe in the conference office. Well, DeLoss Dodds, the, uh, the, the Texas AD, was basically in charge of the whole thing. He was in charge. He was running the conference. And everybody got sick of that. And, and the Big 12 would have totally blown up if not for the Longhorn Network because that kept Texas yep. from bolting. Yep. And then it, that by way of that, it kept – OSU and Oklahoma uh, and Texas Tech was going to be part of that group going to the Pac-12 back in 2010. And they were talking about it in 2009. And they stayed because of Texas. Drake, I, the whole thing, the historical part oh, of it, yeah. the fact that, think about that. The Pac-12 in some sense is gone because of the Longhorn Network. Because they wouldn't waive the Longhorn Network to join those other schools to go to the Pac-12 13 years ago, and then all the stuff that's happened since then, and the Pac-12 has gone away. I find all of this fascinating, and I find it humorous that we made such a huge deal about a network that, quite honestly, never amounted to that much. Wouldn't you know, SaturdayDownSouth.com. This is from 2016. The Longhorn Network has lost $48 million in its first five years of operation. So while University of Texas made money, ESPN did not. It was a massive flop. Nobody watched this. Texas thought that it was way bigger than it actually was. Uh, And in in the end, now 10 years later, what, 12 years later, it closes. The book closes before 2031 where it was supposed to to run until. It couldn't have been worse. And, And Matt, here's the deal. I... The last time Texas was relevant, it's been 15 years since they won a Big 12 championship. It was Colt McCoy. It was Mac Mac Brown. I they have not been good. They thought, all right, we're gonna we're gonna start this network. And Texas has been so good for so long at so many things. Kevin Durant just came through the doors. Basketball team's good. The baseball team's legendary. The football team is a blue blood. And then Texas has just not been good. This. The product would have sold so much better if UT had met the expectation that the 15 years prior had set. And then the the program has been so bad, so terrible the last 15 years 
that nobody watched the Longhorn Network. Matt, Matt, when's the last? And you're connected, right? You 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 work in media. You watch this stuff every day. When's the last time you put on the Longhorn Network? Only to try to watch some game, maybe. Right, maybe, maybe a softball game. A Texas. Well, yeah, a maybe like a game. Baylor. Maybe Baylor was playing something on it in another sport or something. But now with ESPN yeah. Plus. You sort of get everything. It ended up being no, there was nothing exclusive about it because we can get kind of everything we need on that whole ESPN Plus thing, which at first I was kind of like, eh, what is this? And then in time, you knew you needed it oh. or Big 12 now on ESPN Plus or whatever. But the Longhorn Network, they never knew exactly how to utilize it. And it, it just, I watched, I'll tell you the last thing I watched on it. Yeah, Rice was playing Texas after the whole uh, thing happened with their coach, with big with Chris. Uh. You know, and 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 they that night that he was finally either fired yep. or all that had gone down. That 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 interim coach Rodney Terry had to come in and they had to play that night. Right, and the whole thing was a fascinating story. And that game was on the Longhorn Network, and I wanted to watch that. That's about it. That's uh, about it. Matt. And, and as we've joked, I mean, they ran that 2005, or I guess technically 2006, national championship game over and over and over again. Right. That was their best use of the network because every Longhorn and a lot of other people, too, would stop down and watch that. But they couldn't ever get the right carriage numbers. Um, it was uh, – it's, it's just so much was uh, made of it. I mean, but so I, I, yeah. well, if you're going to market a network, it has to be to, to more than just UT fans. I get it. A lot of famous people are UT alum or they're UT supporters, but you have to, it's a whole network. You've got to bring in outsiders somehow. Here's today's program schedule per tvpassport.com on the Longhorn Network. At noon, a college, a replay of a college volleyball game against AM Corpus Christi. At two, a women's soccer game against Rice. At four, Sarkeesian's football press conference. I'll give it to you. How do they follow that up, Matt? How do they follow it up? 4.30 is the 2023 fashion show, and 5 o'clock is LBJ presents Admiral William McRaven. What are we doing here? And then, I like that. Uh, I'm, that's, I'm actually going to watch. I need you to do the show right. during that show. It, well, in case it I gets. I want to watch McRaven. You yeah. wanted it to get better, Matt? 9 p.m., they replay the same Rice versus Texas women's soccer game that they just played at noon. That's what's happening on the Longhorn Network right now. That's why they are hemorrhaging money. Aaron, can we do that in the 5 o'clock hour today? Replay the 3? Replay the 3 o'clock And then replay it again. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like six. the thought of this. I actually think they had some good ideas. <laughs> well, they're making millions of dollars. You know, VSP, if, if Texas gets $300 million off of it, Matt, what do we, if we can just 30-minute segment I a day, can't, we let I it ride. I can't believe this blew everything up. Something that it had this little of an impact. But at the time, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Well, what have I told it was you? Like something the first if, of its. It's the first of its kind. I told you and something. The, if the University of Texas flopped. This is nothing new, Matt. It's just what Texas does at this point. Is it? I mean, you've seen it long enough now. It is just it seems like everything they do, every big announcement, every big thing for UT becomes a disappointment. Aaron, what did Drake say? He was looking like some kind of passport. Did you hear that? Are you sure? Does does Drake has Drake ever, uh, Aaron, seen a TV guide? <laughs> do you think they're do they make TV guides? I'm looking anymore? at it right now. I, I am looking I at the like TV a, guide on tvpassport.com. 
you were not looking at it. It's exactly well, Matt. What else would it be? It's the program schedule. I did. I know. No, yeah, well, I'm talking about an actual thing that we and used Matt, to get. They used the, to mail them out. The... They would mail them out, and you would look <laughs> at the TV guide. Look, I'm not that. I'm not. I grew up in Arkansas, Matt. We're 15 <laughs> years behind everybody else. We're basically the same age. We got rid of the. Uh, <laughs> we got TV rid of the Morse still, code machine when I was 14. TV Guide's still a big thing there. I like TV Guide because they do a little interview. All right, when's the last kinda, time you watched TV Guide? I, I don't know if I get one anymore, but I kind of like that. And those inserts network. in the newspaper that have that little magazine called Parade, I kind of like to check out that Parade. I like those little little inserts that come. Now, you asked the question, like, what could hold up? What schools could have their own TV like BYU, yes, it, it, they can kind of do it, Bingo. and they do have a TV channel. Now, theirs is not theirs also has a lot of scripture and stuff on it, and even the BYU people get sick of that. I mean, I'm not trying to be like sacrilegious, but they're not they're not all stopping down like, oh, hey, it's Bible hour, let's all gather around. Notre Dame could <laughs> kind of pull this off. Notre Dame could have no, no, Notre so. Dame would have done better than Texas. I don't think so because they're just no, they have. They do have a more national, a much more national following. They got people everywhere. There is a chance, if they did it right, that a Notre Dame channel could have worked on ESPN much better than Texas, uh. because it is more of a it's it's a much more national profile than even the mighty University of Texas. Because in Salt Lake City, they truly don't care. In Portland, they don't wake up wondering what Texas is up to. They do in all those places about Notre Dame. Just a thought. Just a thought. All right. Um, it is time. We're going to talk some Cowboys with the, the guy who called the game Saturday night. Bill Jones, CBS 11, joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. We all know high school football is huge in Texas. What else is huge is our selection of new Chevrolets and certified pre-owned vehicles at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West, our award-winning team is here to help you find the perfect new Chevy, all with a free lifetime powertrain warranty. For our starting lineup of new Chevys and big savings, too, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. And uh, joined by Bill Jones on the call the other night in Seattle. And Bill, welcome to the Mosley Show. I love, I heard like, I think I heard a South Lake Carroll reference. And then there was maybe another area high school. But that's one of my favorite things about your broadcasting. You work some of those high school connections in and i'm trying to remember which one it was but uh you're always on top of that and just know that it's much appreciated well thank you very much mr mosley the lake highlands grad that you are right well i am a i live in lake highlands i am a kaufman oh, high school that's right, graduate you're yeah you're and kaufman, i almost i almost just went with that all the time. Yeah, yeah no it's okay i just uh i, knew I didn't want to be a poser bars. Uh huh. I I married a I married a Highland debt. I married a Wildcat, a Lake Highlands Wildcat, who was in the right. Highland debt. So I kind of there, married. There you go. I married yeah, into it. Go. Well, you've yeah. had time to digest what you saw the other night. I, I'm I'm curious. Do you where do you stand on the Cowboys not getting their starters involved? You see Mahomes. You see how others do it. Cowboys have won 12 games, two years uh, running. Um, do you are you have you come around to thinking, hey, this probably is a okay way to do it? McVay did it, and they won a Super Bowl. Um, where do you kind of stand on that? Because it always worries me about like the O line. You would like to see an O line perhaps function together a little bit in the preseason. Where where do you stand on that as a guy who always calls these games on TV? Well, I would say it has to do with your O line. If you have, if you're, uh, if you have an offensive line, your first teamers are going to play. Then I've got no problem with your quarterback playing. The problem that the Cowboys have is they have injury issues on their offensive line with a future Hall of Famer named Tyron Smith. That you don't want to get him hurt in a preseason game. And so your left tackle is already going to be out. And so the other problem is 
someone asked me, do you think Dak would play at Seattle the other night? And I said, there is no way in the world that Dak would play at Seattle. That's how Dak got the job to begin with, was at Seattle seven years ago, almost to the day, <laughs> when Tony Romo got uh, hit at the 38-yard line right in front of where, our, where we were broadcasting the game. Cliff Averill came down on him, and it basically ended Romo's career, but it began his TV career. Yeah, very lucrative and that Coliseum performance that Dak had, I guess the week previous to that, well, that was a – we didn't really know that that was the true coming out party, but, boy, it was good. I mean, that, that, that one kind of grabbed our attention, and I was there for that. I remember being in person, and you were probably calling that game. That was kind of when we knew, like, whoa, whoa, maybe, maybe he's a little bit uh, – better than what you think of for your usual fourth-round draft pick. That's right. And if you recall, going into that training camp, uh, us um, in the media, some of us uh, experts in the media, had him fourth on the depth chart behind Jameel Showers even. it was uh, The pecking order was Romo, Kellen Moore, Jameel Showers, and then Dak Prescott, because of our expert eye in OTAs, it did not appear that this fourth-round draft pick was going to work out at all. It builds Rake Toll here. First time, yeah, long time, right. and the new understudy for Matt Mosley. I've been Why? warned in advance about you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody could warn you enough here. I'll try to dial it all back and, and start slow here, man. Deuce Vaughn. I look at a guy like Deuce Vaughn who obviously needed to prove himself at five foot five in the offseason and another touchdown in this one. The fourteen yard run was was what I would, I would call it a wily run. What have you what did you see from him? Did he pop off the page like he did for us watching at home? Oh yes, most most definitely. And and how in the world can a running back who's shorter than Mickey Spagnola make it in oh. the NFL? Oh. That mostly. <laughs> uh, but I like that, that sort one. Of an inside joke, but yeah. uh, but oh man, Deuce is going to he. You know, there are going to be other franchises around the league that are going to be saying. How in the world did we not know? What did the Cowboys know about Deuce Vaughn that we didn't know? Yeah. Of course, his dad works for the Cowboys, and so they knew all they needed to know about him. I'm, I, and we may even say at some point that how in the world did the Cowboys wait until the sixth round to take this guy? You know, mm. Kind of like what we said about Dak. How in the world did they wait until the fourth round to take Dak? Yeah, it worked out, but how many of those guys did they want before him, right? Connor Cook, Paxton Lynch, we could go on because they, they look like geniuses now, and every scout wants to say, well, I was the one who wanted to get Dak, but they went after several before him. And I will say the late, great Wade Wilson was a big proponent of Dak's, and I always tried to remind people of that. Exactly. He went to Mississippi State and, and spent time with him because you remember Dak had a little off-the-field thing yes, that a lot of people forgot about and uh and i think wade got very comfortable with him and said that's completely out of character with what happened and uh and the rest as they say is history but some of us hey, do hey, remember bill paxton lynch right. and connor cook and all those other people 
And you also remember Charles Tapper, the former Oklahoma Sooner, who was taken earlier in the fourth round by the Dallas Cowboys. They didn't even take Dak with their first fourth-round pick. They took Charles Tapper, who tapped out of the NFL a short time later. <laughs> Charles Tapper, I do kind of remember him. And he, he, he came in around the time, I remember, you know, Gallimore, who's still hanging around, came in at Oh, similar eras. I don't know if it's the same class or whatever, but that's interesting to think about. Gallimore must have been a couple of years later. Yeah, but he, was, uh, he, was he later. feels he feels like a veteran now, and it's never great when those veterans, by the way, Bill, are out there like late in the fourth quarter of a preseason game. It's not always a a wonderful sign. It may be good for you because you you're up there calling the game. You're like, I know that guy. There's Gallimore. Yeah. Oh, there's Quentin Bohanna. But it's probably not great news for them, is it? That's right. Or Dante Fowler, a former third pick in the draft. He's not playing late in the game, but he's playing early in the game. And you wouldn't think that a third pick in the draft would even be playing in any of these preseason games. But that shows uh, how little money Dante Fowler is playing for. That's basically how they make their decisions on who plays in these games. It's the ones who make the less amount of money to play in these games. And Bill Jones, CBS 11, with us here on the Matt Mosley Show. Bill. And I, made add, I made add, that's how they pick the ones who broadcast the games. <laughs> it's the ones who make the least <laughs> amount of money, me. <laughs> uh, Bill, um, I, I try to avoid it as long as I can, but Mozzie Smith, just a, a tough night for a guy who is – who needs the work, another one like Deuce Vaughn who needs the work in the offseason. What did you see from him? And and in the past, look, is it abnormal for a young guy to struggle this much in, in preseason games? Well, I am not going to pretend that I know anything about uh, coaching uh, nose tackles, or one techniques, as it were, in the NFL. So I'm going to uh, uh, bail on that part. And, uh, and that, once again, Matt, was a – probing, hard-hitting question from Drake there. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it time on Mozzie. You know why? Because this man can lift about 700 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm not going to say anything that's not nice about Mozzie Smith. No, um, I, th- I think that you'll find with, uh, with, uh, with defensive linemen that it, you know, it's – you're not playing Northwestern anymore. And yeah. these are even, even the second and third teamers were pretty good in college. And I, I think there's a learning curve. And I think a lot of it has to do with technique. And um, if uh, the more learned observers will say, well, if he gets turned sideways, he's getting flushed out of there. But if he can maintain his base, He's he's all right. One of the things they're trying to work with him on is getting some penetration because they think that uh, what belies his stats for Michigan, they think that he can actually get some sacks in the NFL. But for now, uh, it's baby steps, I think. And here's the other thing with Mozzie. Uh, he's going to be paired with Jonathan Hankins yeah. in that position. And so they're giving him as many snaps as possible here in the preseason. But once it comes to regular season games – uh, it, it's going to be split between those two, and then in passing situations, they'll have other guys on the field. All right. I, I did like to see uh, Tolbert the other night. He continues to really flash in the preseason, and this does not just seem like flashing. It seems like a guy who's ready to take the next step. 
and, um, and, and be that fourth wide receiver. Uh, Bill, you've seen a lot of these practices firsthand. Is this just a continuation? It just seems like with some of the catches he's made in Oxnard uh, and then in these games, he's just kept it up. Uh, it, it is amazing that one that jump that people can make in one season, uh, and it seems like Tolbert's made it. And it seems like a guy yeah. who's gonna gonna just he's begging. You got to give him opportunities, and the Cowboys will. They'll find a way to get him on the field. But he he looks he's been a very very positive story. Yep, and they they say you make your biggest jump from the first year to the second year in this league, what you're alluding to. The other thing, you know, I've spent 20 years now doing these preseason games, and so I've studied a lot of these guys when they come out of college. And here's another thing that is uh, that that I notice, and in the case of Jalen Tolbert, you know, he didn't play much his first couple of years at South Alabama. His last couple of years, he finally got on the field and was productive. And you see that trend, I think, with a lot of players comparing their college careers with their professional careers. Even guys who go on to have successful NFL careers become starters. There are some that their first couple of years in the league, they aren't doing much, you know. And you got there's a transition that goes on that, uh, and a lot of times those same players are the ones that it took them some time to make the transition from high school to college too. Mozzie Smith's an example of that. Mozzie Smith, when he was first in Michigan, he wasn't doing much of anything. It was just the last couple of years that he finally got on the field, got stronger, and started making an impact. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, on the other hand, he came, he came out of Round Rock, and he goes to Kansas State, and he's playing as a freshman, and it's no problem at all. It, he, uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with he grew up in a football household, and you know, so it, the – Stage wasn't too big for him uh, coming out of high school, even, and I think that the, I think he's going to play a lot as a rookie in the NFL. Talking quarterbacks, Will Greer, thirteen for eighteen hundred and thirty-six yards, no touchdowns, one interceptions. I, I looked at he sacked three times. Guys running for his life a bit and still played well. He's twenty-eight years old. Cooper Rush is twenty-nine. I I, I liked what Will Greer showed. Is there a chance you open up a conversation about Greer competing with Rush? to sit behind Dak Prescott? Well, I think that conversation has been open the last couple of years. And last year, Greer got hurt in the preseason. So Rush kind of won it by default. But I do think they went into the preseason last year thinking that it's an open competition, uh, truly. And then what Rush did in the regular season, obviously, goes 4-1, and got the opportunity. And now I think, and I like what Rush did the other night. I mean, he it was against primarily first-team Seattle defense out there. He led an 80-yard, 17-play drive. And as we said at the end of that drive, there's your Texas Coast offense. And yep. uh, take what the defense gives you, which it still seems like to me with Will Greer, he's not necessarily taking what the defense gives you as evidenced by the interception by the former Oklahoma Sooner Trey Brown on the goal line the other night. Uh, The other thing, the other issue I had with Will Greer the other night was at the end of the first half, uh, some of the clock management uh, decisions that he made on the field right before the two minute uh, warning, where I thought that he could have scrambled for a first down instead through an errant pass over the middle that could have been picked, went incomplete, and then the Cowboys were left with a third and one, came out, and he got sacked, and they had to punt the ball away, giving Seattle another opportunity there late in the half. If, it, if that is a regular season situation, 
the talk shows are blowing up about it, uh, probably yeah. com- complaining about the play caller, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Man, shocking to hear you bring up uh, where Troy uh, Brown is from. Uh, a former <laughs> Trey Brown, Oklahoma. Trey Brown. Trey Brown, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I can't read my own A lot of writings. Texas Longhorns remember Trey Brown coming off the edge of a Big 12 championship game and sacking Sam Ellinger. Or, but maybe you don't Golly. remember that. That so was, a long, when, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago when Oklahoma was playing at Big Twelve Championship game. That was the joke. Yeah, I was about to make the same joke, so that was a preemptive strike by you. I was going to say that takes us back a little while. Bill, the demise of the uh, the Longhorn Network. What will you do with your evenings now uh, with Longhorn Network and all those volleyball games and replays of the. 2005 uh, uh, national championship was that 2006 with Vince Young over USC. Will you uh, will you move on with your life with the Longhorn yeah. Network? And you can you believe it was such a huge deal at the time, and it really ended up being much ado about nothing. It really was, and I thought at the time it should have been much ado about nothing. It was basically a television channel that was a team website, and the Aggies went to the SEC over it. And now there come the Longhorns and the Sooners right behind them a decade later. Uh, but not, yeah, uh, I've got, I'm getting sick of flipping over and they keep showing that 49 to nothing Texas win over OU last year. So <laughs> <laughs> I blocked it. I blocked it on my uh, cable here. I, I can't believe Baylor and OU in the last opportunity. It's not happening. The Bears not playing Oklahoma State or OU this season. And, Bill, I know you don't wake up thinking, well, what about I'm going to miss the Bears. I know that's not number one on your list, but I mean, we had some, we've had some fun matchups over the past decade or so. And uh, I thought the Bears not getting either Oklahoma's, maybe it's a good thing schedule-wise or, or winning-wise, but still, what a bummer. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see the Sooners one last time, especially given how the Sooners looked last year. Yeah, and and I would like to see them play each other in non-conference games now going forward, you know, but it's not going to happen, apparently. I, you know, I married into the Texas Tech family. My wife was a Red Raider, and so um, I've always thought that ever since A&M left the, uh, the Big 12, went to the SEC, that I mean, that for Texas Tech is a big rivalry. For Texas A&M, it's not. But that's a it's a shame about what's happening to college football now. I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Who knows when they'll ever play again yeah. in football? Now, Bill, uh, look, I like to do my research. This one wasn't hard to find. Third place for you in the Texas UIL UIL State News Writing Competition. Uh, what are first and second place up to now? <laughs> Well, the first place was Al Michaels. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea, actually. I have no idea, but I think that is the greatest award that I have ever achieved in, uh, since I wasn't good enough to – I was good enough to play varsity basketball on a 9-21 and Irving MacArthur team. Wow. In fact, uh, if you can look deeper into uh, Wikipedia somewhere um, – there, I was actually the MVP of that team, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, others can can claim that they won state championships in high school. I, well, I got third place in the news writing competition. It was a miserable weekend where I had to go 
with others down to the UIL contest in Austin when I could have been out with my friends in Irving. But of course, yeah, the uh, the Irving schools now in the district with Lake Lake Highlands, Highland Park, Pierce, Jesuit. It's uh, it's not. Uh, it's not good times for the Irving schools. They've never recovered from your departure. But, boy, they used to play some great football. I mean, it, it, it really, I kind of remember all three being good at various times, but I remember great college players coming out of those Irving schools, and so it is a little sad now that they're just not getting much done uh, football-wise these days. But that's okay, Bill. We'll, we'll, uh, they'll turn it around at some point. <laughs> at, at some point, yep. Brian Bosworth out of MacArthur High School, oh, the great man. Alan Lowry out of Irving High School, who taught me how to get into a three-point stance at the Irving YMCA many decades ago. Wow, blast from you! Remember the past. Alan Lowry? He was the Cowboys' assistant coach, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely do. Uh, Alan Lowry, those are good names, and uh, I just remember some of those recruits. I can almost, if I thought hard enough, I could remember Max Imfinger, the great at the time. <laughs> he was the recruiting guru, and then he would somebody would be coming out of Irving MacArthur, and it was like, oh my gosh, they're leaving our they're leaving our state boundaries, and they're going to Notre Dame, and they're going to you know USC, and that was a a big story in the eighties. We're not keeping kids at home. Now, SMU was good at keeping kids within the state lines, but then they just kind of got caught for it. Uh, they were good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they had Who, the, the best one to come out of Lake Highlands, you think? Ever? Yeah. Uh, Merton Hanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a good one. Merton Hanks was pretty great. We've had uh, Phil Dawson was an incredible, oh, yeah. incredible career kicking uh, I remember him had kicking to... like a 50. It was a Lake Highlands playoff game at Texas Stadium. He kicked a game-winning field goal, which I think you can find on YouTube somewhere, which was like, well, 30 years ago. Yeah, and it would have been against probably like Nacogdoches or somebody like that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that was, uh, yeah. those were – Marcus Stiggers, was he a Lake Highlands guy? Unbelievable. Uh, also, longtime NFLer Marcus Coleman played DB for You're the Jets. up and... now. No, 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 I promise, because he was with uh, uh, Parcells brought him in. Marcus had a little trouble out there, and Parcells brought him in at some point. You remember that, and he got, like, I think maybe finished out his career. or He had a little brief stint with the Cowboys, but he's a Lake Highlands kid. Stiggers was unreal. Detron Jackson, who played for the Denver Broncos and played for the Aggies. I mean, they had some great ones, but Stiggers was, as far as a high school player, not, you know, I mean, there's nobody better. I mean, he was unreal. But no one went viral as much as Mike Zafudo, the Lake Highlands coach on that Plano East Tyler, John Tyler game. Yeah. Right? He was, was one of the announcers say, on that game. Yeah. Yeah. And John, John Eddie, somebody, was it Eddie? John, yeah. Oh, my God, or whatever they said. I'm going to be sick. That's right. Good and they were on the almighty. Yeah, I'm going to be. And Zaputo said, oh, I'm going to be sick. Those poor they were, kids. They were on the Johnny Carson show for that. They you, know why? you know why they were on? You, you know, I think it may have been Jay Leno, but it was The Tonight Show. Okay. Johnny Carson had retired by then. You know why they were on? Because Why? Because I made the executive decision that night, I was working at Channel 5 in Dallas. I made went over my head and made the executive decision to keep our live truck 
feeding back highlights of that game on that Saturday night for our 10 o'clock newscast. The game was going long. And these announcers were so great, and the game was so great, we kept them. We paid overtime for the engineer to stay at the stadium because we were uh, tapped into the um, Plano telecable broadcast of the game. And so we then sent that to NBC. I was working for the NBC affiliate. A producer at the Tonight Show sees it, and then the next day calls the mailman, who was Eddie Clinton, who was doing the play-by-play, and they were they were on the Tonight Show two days later. <laughs> That's my real claim to fame there. <laughs> By the way, Zafudo was a good recruiter back when, you know, recruiting, well, I guess it's still not allowed in high school, but Zafudo, <laughs> if there was anybody on the border of Hillcrest or Lake Highlands and they were a good athlete, <laughs> guess where they were going? <laughs> they they yes, somehow wound up at Lake Highlands, and now they wind he, up in South Lake. Yeah, yeah. Bill, it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad you got to meet Drake. Uh, Drake well, then got to hear some story time between a couple of old guys, which I think he needs that kind of I, Yeah, I was born for none of this, guys. Thank you for filling me in. That was that was good. But, um, Bill, enjoy being around. you got some grandkids that are coming by today. You still, to me, look like you did 25 years ago. And so when you mentioned you had grandkids, it was a little bit jolting to me because, of course, that means I'm getting older, too. But, uh, anyway, have a great day. I really appreciate you doing this. All right, I appreciate it. I look forward to uh, hearing more from Drake in the future. Oh, you will. Thanks, Bill. Tr- trust me. Uh, there <laughs> he goes. It'll be the Drake show coming up. <laughs> You'll be my first guest, Bill. Only if you're okay, only if you're you available. Go. There you go. I I appreciate it. There he goes, Bill Jones with uh, CBS 11, and calls those uh, games for the Cowboys in the preseason. Used to be Drake, the uh, voice of the Rangers as well. Did Rangers wow. baseball? Uh, back in the day. Okay, it is time for Campus Confidential. This is a highly listened to, highly sponsored segment. Let's get to it next. Hale of Football returns September 2nd on ESPN Central Texas. Here's the play. They will try to run it in, and they do. Touchdown, Bears. Again this season, join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for every game all season long. Pass is intercepted over the middle. Bears have their third pick of the night. It's the Bears and the Bobcats to kick off the new season September 2nd, and it's right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. (laughs) 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 
slash 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Boy, Matt Mosley here, Drake Toll on the scene. Hear him every day, three to five. He's joined up, had some good videos over the weekend. Everybody's excited, especially in Arkansas. We've got a new whole new audience, kind oh, yeah. of Little Rock, Bologna. We've really delved into our Arkansas audience. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Uh, you'll continue to hear from Aaron all the time. And it is Campus Confidential. And, uh, Aaron, what do we have? Where are we starting today? Always interesting to kind of see where you're starting us with all the, the news uh, uh, swirling around in college athletics. We'll start with some sad news, the demise oh. 
of the Longhorn Network. Ah. Launched in 2011, the 20-year, $300 million partnership with ESPN that the University of Texas had with its own 24-hour television showcase will be no more. 12 years after the lights came on, the LHN will be folded into the SEC network when Texas joins the SEC next summer. This academic year is the last for original programming from the University of Texas on the Longhorn Network. <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of original programming, lots of Bye. reruns, but there Goodbye was some. at a Texas University. I like the uh, uh, yeah, we could play that. Um, I like that uh, the SEC, the Big Bad SEC, is kind of like I'm sure that was early on in talks. It's like, hey, by the way, y'all, that's going away. You can't, you don't be trying to bring that thing in here. And as Aaron said, the SEC network's already in place. And that was the reason back in the day, the Pac 12 had plans for a network. But looking back, they should have just let Texas bring that network right into the Pac 12. And Texas and Texas Tech and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State would all likely still be in the Pac 12. And Larry Scott said, no, thank you. And, and quite honestly, they didn't want it, and uh, Texas did not want to come without that. And DeLoss stayed right where he was. And by the way, Drake, he wanted – he was okay. He was so selfish that he was okay with eight schools. Like, it, uh, took, it took an interim commissioner, Chuck Ninas, yep. to get in his ear and say, hey, we need to do like TCU in West Virginia – we should go ahead and take them. DeLoss is kind of like, I don't know, eight schools seems fine to me. Right. Do we really need to be dividing this up? And that, again, that kind of selfishness defined that era, or this era, and it defined the University of Texas. And, of course, years later, they go, well, we can make more money in the SEC, and too bad if Baylor and Tech and everybody else, uh, if it leaves them in a lurch. The AP came out with their preseason All-American team today. Only two Big 12 players on the team. On the offensive side, uh, guard Cooper Beebe from Kansas State made the first team. And on the defensive side, Cincinnati defensive tackle Dante Corleone made the first team. Is that that Cooper Beebe, son of Don Beebe? I'm not sure. I think that's the son of Don Beebe. I believe they are related, even if that's not his son. Yes, he. Well, uh, you're talking about the former. Oh yeah, Bills the Bills. Great. Yeah, fastest. Uh, one of the fastest cornerbacks in the league. You know, I, I have called Don Beebe on the telephone before. I was a junior in high school. Found out Don Beebe really wanted to move to Arkansas and wanted to coach football. He was at Aurora Christian in Illinois at the time. Me being a junior, I emailed Don Beebe to be my high school's head football coach, and he called me. He called me asking for an interview. And you know what? Our school, Valonia High School, turned down. Don Beebe to be the team's next head coach. Well, and that, that is wild, isn't it? That that, that, that happened, and uh, that that see that was the it was Beebe, wasn't it? That ran down Mott, Leon Lett. Let let that's right, correct. Leon Lett. Yeah. Super Bowl. They lost that Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, of course they did. It's the Bills. Yeah. I remember him as a wide receiver, though. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. Because uh-huh. he had uh, uh, 23 career touchdowns. Now, see, that's interesting you say Don Beebe because when I heard this kid's name, 
I thought of the old commissioner of the Big 12 and thought Dan he might be kin to Dan Beebe, yeah, who played at K-State. So that's what we'll have to investigate that. Yeah, we you know, just, Matt. Or it, we it, could just talk about it. It is just a Google away. I guess I don't know why yeah. I was, I was that's okay. holding that off okay. so much. Uh, no, that the, happens yes. to us on a daily basis where I start talking about something like that, and Aaron will look it up and go, yeah, this is who this guy is kin to. But uh, who is – did you already find it? Cooper BB is the son of Tom BB. So we are both completely <laughs> off. But that could be – it could be a nephew right. I've had know, of Dan Beebe or Don Beebe or something like that. But or it I don't, could not. That's a great point, yes. No, I'm going to stick with he is <laughs> kin to one of All our right. BBs. Right. Yeah. And the other the other one, Drake, and you can sound off on this, I've been interested to hear Cincinnati, this Corleone, did you say, Aaron? Yeah, Dante I mean, Corleone. I, I, He's been on every yes, he has. preseason, all, first, first team All-American list that I've seen. He's yeah. been listed. Well, and then the other day there was somebody from West Virginia. Now, what I thought, center, I thought yeah. one of these University of Texas wide receivers would have to be on this thing. Xavier Worthy, yeah. Worthy made the second team, okay. which okay. he had this uh, on the AP, which he didn't on Sports Illustrated and I believe CBS are the other yeah. the last two that I looked at. Oh, and the one that Aaron had the other day, Drake, was the Johnny Hodges made one of these things. It might have been for SI. From TCU, the transfer from the Naval Academy right. that was so good for the Frogs last year. I find that interesting. I, I sort of think the Frogs, at least from a ranking standpoint, are kind of getting their due. The Big 12 media folks kind of did them wrong. Yeah, I think like, so. I, I, don't, I don't totally – I mean, again, they may finish fifth. But if you finish – if you play in the national title game, right. you deserve a lot better – then fifth, like if Texas or Oklahoma played in the national title game, they would be, there's no way they wouldn't Absolutely. be favored Absolutely. next year. It even happened to Baylor. Baylor, we kind of knew, boy, Aaron will tell you this, I was really doubting those Baylor predictions because I, I just didn't understand how they could be that thin at running back and wide receiver and still be favored to win the Big 12. It just didn't make much sense to me. But they, but they won the title, the Big 12 title, so they got a ton of respect. Right. TCU did not get the same respect. Well, and I find that, I find that kind of interesting. You know, TCU has only been a Power 5 school for 10 years. Well, and, you know, obviously they were, they were Southwest Conference, so they had the brand and they lost the brand. And then it's a really weird deal with almost every Big 12 team, though, right? We, we, we undervalue them so often, but I guarantee you, if you ask any TCU fan, ask Stephen Simcox, he'd tell you that's exactly where TCU wants to be. Well, they want to be there, but yeah, I don't think it's quite fair. I don't think the fans think like that. I think the fans want the respect, and they actually want to see them rewarded, and AP poll has done that. I hate to say it, uh, our time here, and Aaron saved some of this. May need to get back into this to five. Drake, it was fun. Your first day. Um, I thought I thought it went really well. Oh and, yeah, Matt. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this, and so uh, give I me an A to F rating here. Let's make the feedback yeah, public. I told uh, yeah, I, was, I told the ownership I was going to see how today went, and then we would see if we would do a day two. We are going to do a day two. <laughs> I'm so, not fired yet. <laughs> uh, I pr- I appreciate it. Aaron. Uh, great stuff. I'm glad you guys got to be together in studio. I just there's a there's a nice chemistry. That's forming between the two of you, 
and uh, we'll continue on. Thank you, Drake. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Matt. Aaron gave me the biggest hug in the world when I came <laughs> in the studio today. So we we started off on the right foot, and I can, I'm already counting down 8 a.m. Uh-huh. to see him again tomorrow. It may be a daily yeah. occurrence. That would be the most un-Aaron thing he's ever done, but okay. I'll buy it. I'll will. buy it. <laughs> All right. That is uh, Campus Confidential. The 5 o'clock hour is next on the Matt Mosley Show. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, folks. Thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we we'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder, hip, or back? Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley of ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to. And zero downtime. QC Kinetics, a nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you've had pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics now, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing D'Amore Fine Jewelers. 
Robinson Athletic Booster Club proudly supports the athletics of Robinson High School, a nonprofit organization comprised solely of volunteers that lend a hand and encourage everyone to participate, whether in concession sales, event planning, finances, or even time. Robinson Athletic Booster Club is able to support the athletic program by purchasing equipment, supplies, and providing scholarships. For more information on how you can help, contact Dennis at 254-214-3625. Let's go Rockets! Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. The 5 o'clock hour is upon us on a Monday. The calm before the storm. Appreciate uh, boy Aaron Drake toll a quick first two hours blitzing. Uh, NFL blitzing, campus confidential, always a favorite and uh, fun, fun doing that. And Aaron, this is, uh, well, I know you being the late night guy that you are, you did watch Seattle and the Cowboys as they uh, started up about nine central time, nine central kickoff. That thing finished up about Oh, right around midnight, a little after, perhaps, there were some crazy reviews where they were, like, reviewing spots in a preseason game. You can tell, like, the officials are working stuff out during the preseason as well. Some of that was ridiculous. Um, I, You know, there there's a lot to talk about. Let's start, Aaron, with some of the more, the bigger picture items. Which is, what What do we think, or is everybody out there okay? And you can always sound off on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Does everybody seem okay with this approach 
of not playing any of the veterans or most of the starters. Um, I mean, the O-line sitting over there on the sideline. I mean, I, I you just hope they're getting everything they need in practice. Starting running back Tony Pollard will just basically the first time he sees live action will be when the season starts. Dak over there on the sideline. Aaron, it just I, – I, part of me is okay with it. But then I watch Mahomes, the guy who's Super Bowl MVP, MVP of the league, the greatest player in, in, in the league now that Brady's gone, already had become that player, that man. And if not, it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, and the Jets finding reasons to get Rodgers involved. Watching Mahomes. Aaron, it's not, you know, we've seen Cowboys quarterbacks in the past go out there and maybe finish the day, what, four for seven, kind of move on about their day. The uh, Mahomes threw like 15 passes. I want to say he was 10 for 15 for 107 yards. Uh, I, I mean, if the greatest feels like he needs to be out there and Andy Reid feels like he needs to be out there, does the the do the non greatest kind of get a free pass? Like, hey, we understand. Um, I mean, this is um, this is kind of a Sean McVay blueprint. They won the Super Bowl, and the Rams did not play many of their players. Um, could it be a mistake? Well. I mean, I I just think if you're saying you're going to have a new play caller, part of this is, uh, you know, it's going to be a different kind of West Coast feel to this offense. You've got moving parts on the O-line. you got Tyron Healthy at first. We'll see about that. Never seems to last. The swing tackle on this team, eh, kind of up in the air. Well, let's go. Got injured his shoulder in that game the other day. Don't don't love the depth for this team. Um, and oh, by the way, they lost two rookies uh, to knee injuries Saturday on the defense. Overshone, really nice special teams player from University of Texas, having a great preseason. He's out for the season. John Stevens, really nice tight end, goes out of that game. So I guess, Aaron, (laughs) by that measure, maybe it's good that you're not having the starters in there. I just, if if you were going to do it, I think the other night, I think Saturday night, late in Seattle, was the night to do it. Um, Did you realize, Aaron, also, we we think about these really good 12-win seasons the Cowboys have. In both those seasons, it, since they've kind of started doing the thing where they're resting most of their stars in preseason, they did lose the opener. One was a shootout, as I recall, against the great Tom Brady. Um, trying to remember the other one. The uh, but they but they are uh, they they are zero and two the last two years coming out of the box. Aaron, as you've watched this thing unfold. 
do you do you see or do you or do you value what the Cowboys have decided to do, um, or do you like the fact that the these teams that hey I know Mahomes is great, but he needs to get some reps. He needs to get in the game. He needs to get out there. Um, the safer choice is probably to do what they're doing. But I don't know if it's the best choice for getting the team ready and getting up to speed. Where do you stand on this? Well, you talked about Andy Reid, if not the best coach, probably the second best coach in the league. And he still plays the absolute best football player on the planet in preseason. So he thinks it's a good idea. Then you also have Bill Belichick, who's won six Super Bowls, who also always plays his quarterback in the preseason. He's already played Mac Jones. I know Mac Jones is younger than Tom Brady was, obviously, but the best, the two best head coaches in the NFL play their quarterback. And I'm saying mainly quarterbacks. I think that's the biggest thing. Every year, Dak doesn't play in the preseason, and he looks terrible in the first half of the first game. And that's every quarterback that doesn't play any of the preseason. They have to have reps or they're going to come out sloppy. I mean, I – yeah, I mean, you know, now two years ago, I think he did play really well in that shootout that they lost. But I hear – I totally see what you're saying. Um, And, and, you know, if it's about protecting injury, well, either way, there's a chance that anybody can get injured. So – uh, but but I think I think finding a rhythm early can be important. Now, how did they look the other night in that twenty two fourteen loss to the Seahawks? First of all, I don't think Aaron anybody reads into anything about losing these games. I have been watching the Jets because I started watching Hard Knocks. Aaron, I have to guess that you've probably watched a little bit of Hard Knocks yourself. They've had two great first halves. Aaron Rodgers has been great for Zach Wilson. Seems to be a really good mentor to him. And and I I knew that was a huge addition. You and I've talked about it, but even we undersold it. Like when you watch how his teammates feed off of him and the swagger and what they have now that they have him now. They these preseason games and some of these dual practices where his O-line looks a little shaky, he's not been very happy. He's not been very pleased. And there are games where Aaron kind of looks like he's wandering around. That happens from time to time. But he's still, Aaron, if we were going to do the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now, we start with Mahomes, and then we probably have to get to Rodgers very, very quickly. I mean, I right now I would move Jalen Hurts in there. I mean, I love Herbert, but based on what they've done, I don't really feel like I can put him top three or four. I mean, now that kind of Lamar's back rolling again, I mean, I got to think about him for top five quarterbacks. I do not have Dak in there. So all of this stuff is interesting as we think about the Cowboys and getting started. It's 5 o'clock hour. The Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. We said goodbye to Drake Toll a little earlier. Uh, Drake will be joining us 3 to 5 weekdays. 
and on our our uh, our big kickoff show, ESPN Central Texas kickoff show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. First one will be September 2nd. That is closing in. I mean, my goodness, we're about to we're about to be knocking on the door. We got Friday night football. We got Thursday night football, in fact, this week, talking about high school football. And I'm very excited about that for a lot of reasons, not the least of which my daughter's a varsity cheerleader. So we'll be right in the middle of all that. But all these teams that are getting started this week, very, very excited about it. Now, Aaron, thoughts, analysis of the game the other night. I would say that Jalen Tolbert, huge hit, huge hit. Uh, he's he's taken control of the fourth wide receiver role, and I promise you if Gallup gets injured or falters in any way, Tolbert seems ready. Tolbert seems ready to kind of step in there. Talented, long, good hands, good body position. I mean, I he, he was shaky even when they had to use him early last season. He's the opposite of that now. He just looks very comfortable is he going to have drops yeah it's going to happen occasionally but he looks really good caught four passes for 66 yards and uh and then Damone Clark the linebacker who with overshone out Clark was already um had a large role and he's getting more and more time Jabril Cox the same one of those guys may be asked to even add more to their special teams role. But Damon Clark was uh, already kind of zeroing in on a pretty good role on this team. I think it's happening even more. I want to remind you that Jalen Tolbert in 2023 had six catches for 95 yards with a touchdown in, in, uh, in, in two. Of course, this is this preseason. Uh, uh, two preseason games. So he's looking good. Uh, in fact, Michael Gallup was quoted saying he's been exploding. It's a whole different year for Tolbert. Tolbert, now he's got, he's got the offense down and really just confidence. He's just playing, not worried. Ball in the air, go get it. That's all of us. That's all it is. If you know you're in the right spot, right position, he's just playing ball right now. Aaron, there were some plays in that game. I'm watching one with Cooper Rush right now. Sends one down the right sideline. Jalen Tolbert just won the battle over there on the boundary. All right, I'm looking at uh, the Seattle cornerback, whoever that was over there. Just got turned around a little bit. Tolbert kind of bodied him. Got, he, he, he just had better leverage. Gave Rush a, a, a great area to throw to and then makes the play. Uh, just looks way more comfortable. Uh, other players, Aaron, uh, Rico Dowdle looks good, looks fast. Um, I, I think he's the number two running back. There was some thought at the start of training camp that Malik Davis might be the guy. I don't think that's the... Uh, I don't think that's the case right now. Daddle, while he had that fumble down there by the goal line, 
in preseason game one, hits the hole, ran hard, looked good, looked like a good complimentary back. Uh, Rico Dowdle showed nicely in week two preseason game. Rico, uh, I, I, I think he's secure with the number two uh, job. We saw a little bit of what Stretch told us recently, Glenn Stretch-Smith, about Deuce. Deuce is going to be best if used, you know, kind of in the proper way. We don't need to, you don't need to be feeding him 15 times a game, but when you mix him in, he's electric. Uh, had the touchdown, bounces around, hides, able to get down. He's just too elusive. Jump cuts are beautiful, and he sprints into the end zone. Great moment for Deuce. He got more run touches, and he couldn't get loose. They got to him quickly. Not much help from up front. Wasn't able to to uh, burrow down and and kind of hide as much. And didn't there wasn't much run. I mean, other than the touchdown run, wasn't a lot for him. Is that his fault? Is that the O line's fault? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, again, the touchdown and then what he did the previous week are enough to keep you excited about him. Well, let's go gets knocked out of this game with a shoulder injury. Aaron, there's another player for the Cowboys. That's a big, like, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, hulking offensive lineman. I'm intrigued by the size. Got a holding penalty. Seems like the refs are watching him pretty closely. I've watched Josh Ball. I mean, there's just not – Aaron, there's another guy named, like, an Abagu or Anagu or whatever. Um, he – Anyway, he he's someone that came over to the team, and but he's been out with Ibagu, it might be. He's been out with injuries, hadn't really gotten to play. Aaron, this is a position that the Cowboys are going to have to watch the waiver wire. They're going to have to think about swinging a little trade, something. But they got to look at some areas where they really seem to be in pretty good shape. And I, I don't want that to suggest that that's – I like how they look at, in the secondary, but you need a lot of depth back there. Now, some of the players that I've really liked in the secondary, Aaron, were getting turned around, making some, some plays I didn't like against Seattle. Aaron, you know who I'm talking about. Onye, Onye he's, good, he's a good player. I mean, I like him. I like Scott, the young uh, rookie. I mean, Scott's going to get beat. There's There was some uh, play down there around the, the uh, goal line that the Seahawks made, and it was pretty good coverage. All right, and they had to go all the way across the field. Good throw. Got to tip your cap every once in a while. I, I mean, on a play like that where you cover a guy all the way across the field, and the quarterback has forever to deliver the ball, okay, I'm not going to ding you too much on that. What I will get you on, Aaron, you saw it in this game, are just like, just utter silliness. And and you saw that with, I believe that was uh, Onye over there, number 30, taunting, 
Now, as the broadcast said, was it some kind of over-the-top, craziest taunting you've ever seen? No. No. But it was still a bad play, and it hurt your team, and they were going to get off the field, and they had a nice pass rush, and and the guy made a good play on the ball, and, but he, he went back, and he got in the guy's face, and he was talking, and he drew the taunting penalty. Now, Aaron, I hope the NFL doesn't become as bad as some of what in the in college, if you look at somebody the wrong way or, or even have bad body language, I mean, it you know, something will something'll happen. But, or, uh, or an upside-down gesture of another school's hand <laughs> signal. Hand no, I think that's okay now. Oh, that's right. The SEC doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't think they'll care as much, but I think no, I once OU in Texas, yeah, I had to decide to leave. Big 12's kind of like, I don't know how much we'll I don't know how much we'll enforce that. Now, Aaron, on that note, Texas OU, we had a really interesting discussion earlier today. But I do find it interesting that the conference under Brett Yormark is being precious to the Horns and the Sooners on their way out. What I don't want to do in any way, Aaron, is for them. I do not want the Big 12 to do any, like, kind, ceremonial-type stuff this year. You know, like, we wish you the best. No. Here's the fruit basket. Here's, uh, here's something. Here's some gifts from the – here's some parting gifts from the Big 12. The only parting gift should be a kick to the rear because don't ever forget that they left us all in the lurch. And, Aaron, I was even going back. We could talk a little bit about this coming up. But I was even going back and, and looking at a story written this weekend. And I, it's one, Aaron, that uh, you have a nose for this kind of stuff. And this kind of stuff comes up in campus confidential. But was it, it, it's that, that and, and part of my story that I keep saying where the Pac-12 said they passed on Texas and everybody back in Texas A&M. Well, Texas A&M did not want to go to the Pac-12. Now, I'll tell you who did. OU and Oklahoma State and Tech and Texas were all headed there back in 2010. And and Don Williams of the Lubbock uh, Avalanche, did a really interesting story over the weekend, it might have been Friday, about the oral history of how that almost happened. <clears throat> so, Aaron, in some ways, there's a little bit of truth to Larry Scott and the Pac-12 saying no to those teams. But here's the main reason. The, the Longhorn Network was a deal-breaker. And if the Pac-12 had just taken the Longhorn Network, which has ended up being a big bag of nothing. Let me think about that, Aaron. Aggies, that was the final straw. All these people were mad. Oh, my gosh, the big, the Longhorn Network. Aaron, they could barely get it on a cable channel. And all they showed was the national championship game versus USC, <laughs> like 75% of the time. It, it didn't end up having 
the kind of groundbreaking. They were worried at the time about it being some kind of huge recruiting venture. If the Pac-12 had it to do all over again, Texas Tech, OU, Oklahoma State uh, were all ready to go. But the Pac-12 was planning this Pac-12 network, and they didn't want the Longhorn network. That will go down, Aaron, as one of the most misguided things ever. There was also something I saw over the weekend, a podcast that, and Aaron, I don't know if I sent this to you. I usually, when I see interesting things, I'm like, you know, oh, Aaron will like this. This, the, one of the regents from Washington State, who I guess is a former journalist, did an interview with the Washington State president. Now, on the surface, this is kind of hokey and goofy, right? I mean, are you going to learn a lot? when a member of the Board of Regents is interviewing his own president? Normally, the answer is no. And normally, no school would do that. Like Baylor, I'm friends with some of the Regents. Baylor, um, the president and everybody else is like, they're not, I mean, they're sworn to secrecy. They can't be out, I mean, hey, Mosley, did you hear this? No. I mean, I'm really good friends with some of these folks. And we can't. We could go to dinner and all that, but that's that's an off that can't come up. We can't talk about that. In this case, the regent did the interview with the Washington State president, and Aaron, it was fascinating. I got to say, the guy kind of did. A, I mean, it was not like hardcore questions, but the proper questions were asked. And the funny one was. This guy, and some of this is revisionist history, but of course the, the Washington State president was like, yeah, the $30 million offer from ESPN, I was ready to roll. We were ready to go. I, we, I was on board. Now, of course, they have to do, it's Washington State. They got to do what Big Brother Washington, Oregon, and everybody else want to do. But it's still funny to, now the regent, really seems to put all of this, Aaron, and this has come through in some of the reporting, really seems to put a lot of this on the Arizona State president for trying to keep the thing together, being sort of fascinated with the Apple deal. But I got to tell you, the more I listened to the Washington State president talk about the Apple deal, the more I was kind of like, hey, Big 12 ought to go out and get them an Apple deal for basketball or do something with Apple because that one really was interesting. And Apple was going to spend 100 or what was it 100 million? 10 million at least. But they were going to like they were going to put an enormous amount into the marketing of 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 not only putting this out there but then using all its marketing arm to get behind it and push it and all that kind of thing. I, I, there were some interesting things about that deal. And, and I came away, Aaron, with a little bit more empathy for our buddy George Klievkoff, who even the regent, Aaron, was like calling him a different name. Nobody, I mean, I even think like people in his own family call him different. <laughs> but it was interesting to hear that, like that George, 
I mean, he was hamstrung in a lot of ways because Aaron, we blame him, but he's got to report to these CEOs, the 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 the, the boards, and the and the presidents, and Arizona State and everybody else blew that thirty million dollar offer out of the water. They said, Nah, nah, that's not enough. That's not nearly enough. So it wasn't just Klievkov. We I think we're kind of acting like it was, and maybe. It wasn't totally his fault. It is interesting, Aaron, that Arizona State, as we welcome the, them into the um, the Big 12, one thing he said that's kind of interesting to me is he was very complimentary about Arizona State for being way on the cutting edge. In everything they do academically, I mean – Everything that they try to stay ahead of in research and everything, I came away from that conversation with even more respect for Arizona State than I'd had. Like, I, I'd always thought, hey, Arizona State and Arizona, both really good schools. But Arizona State, in sort of pushing the envelope in technology, research, everything, the Apple deal, um, they're out there, man. They're doing some really, really interesting things. So I'm kind of – that made me even more excited, uh, you know, to welcome the Sun Devils into the conference. All right, Aaron, good stuff. Uh, man, we're off to a strong start in the 5 o'clock hour today. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. It is ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk about, can't avoid it, a disastrous weekend for the Texas Rangers. What does it mean moving forward, and who have they let back in this race? That is next. The excitement of the new Baylor Athletic season is here, and we're ready to celebrate at our annual Meet the Bears event. It's Saturday, August 26th at 2 p.m. inside McLean Stadium. The event is free to the Baylor family, and you'll be able to meet the teams on the concourse and get autographs from your favorite Bears. Fans can buy gear, have fun in our kids' zone, get an exclusive football ticket deal, and sign up for the Cup Club all at Meet the Bears, Saturday, August 26th, 2 p.m. at McLean Stadium. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, general manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota, Toyota quality, Waco values. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. 
Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 74 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Since 2014, CNA Agribusiness and the Anthony Bubert family have been supporting the agricultural needs of the Crawford community and surrounding areas through custom application, crop scouting, and other services. CNA Agribusiness is family-owned, and as lifelong residents of Crawford, they're proud to raise their children in this community and to cheer on the Crawford Lady Pirates. Let's go Pirates! Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we're on the road. On the road now. I got to get somewhere, and uh, but we still we're just still rolling. Aaron's doing his thing. So we can uh, we'll just keep right on rolling today. We've had a fun day. Great to have Drake with us on his first day. It was first day of school for Baylor. First day of being on the Matt Mosley show for Drake Toll. Three to five today. Drake's uh, very informed. A uh, really really on the on the college stuff, the Baylor stuff. Man, there's a lot. A lot there. We're gonna have a lot of fun with it, and uh, you've uh, some of you already follow some of the Baylor folks that really are into Twitter and all the podcasting and all that happens with Baylor have followed Drake for a while, and you've heard him uh, on as a guest, and you'll get to hear him now on a uh, on a uh, pretty uh, often basis, two hours a day. Now we were talking a little bit about Baylor earlier, and. There we go. The uh, interesting situation with well, the quarterbacks this year, they're going to be a lot deeper at uh, at skill positions. Running back, they did lose Quaylen, uh recently, who I liked a lot, but I think they're going to be okay there. And they uh, have a pretty good uh, quarterback room right now uh, with Sawyer Robertson. They put out on social media some just gorgeous deep ball he threw the other day by all Accounts, Blake Shapin has had a tremendous run. Uh, and then I just have liked 
the other day, Aaron, I found myself, we may play a little bit of it tomorrow. I found myself really enjoying uh, Brooks Miller and Mike uh, Smith and then Matt Jones. There were some really good linebackers. Um, you know, Bryson Jackson has come over to the safety spot, and, and, and what I hear from him and and what he's done. In fact, he's being described, Aaron. I never knew he'd been quite around this long. They're like, somebody said the other day, I think it was Jerry Hill I was reading, referred to him as a seventh-year seventh year Baylor man. <laughs> I just, that's funny. With the pandemic and injuries and this and that, boy, you could stay around. A long time now, but he's great. He moves fast. He's everywhere. So I'm telling you, I think folks are have some ability and could play season games against Utah, and then they get Texas early, all at home, and they could really get some momentum moving. They beat Texas early. They beat Utah before that. You got some. You got some excitement going. Now, want to give you an opportunity. Uh, Dave, they've been having these scrimmages on the weekend. Dave Aranda spoke on Saturday. John Morris there, as always. John does a great job of, uh, of uh, well, the John Morris show, of course. And then we'll get to hear a little bit. He, uh, he's nice job with that as well. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, Dave Aranda as the Bears really start to ramp up uh, for that first game of the season against uh, against Texas State, that'll be September 2nd. As they get closer, here is a conversation with Dave Aranda, and we'll jump in and react to some of this as we go. It's good to see you guys. Today was um, was, a, was a hot one. You know, we moved it up so that we could try to get uh, maybe a little bit less heat. And so we've got to walk through in place of what normally would be a practice this afternoon. But I thought uh, way, uh, way intentional and focused. And, you know, we're at the point of camp where we're working on a lot of situations, a lot of two-minute situations today, last plays, last plays uh, of a game. And um, it's coming off of, you know, four-minute and goal line, short yardage and that. So. Um, you know, the guys have been taken to all that really good. I think Blake has continued to really, really play well. You know, I, there was um, there's a little bit more situations today. But yesterday, there was a whole bunch of competition. And I thought he had one of his better days. He keeps upping, uh, uh, upping his best effort. And so impressed with that. Uh, Tron's a big part of that, uh, Keytron. Um, and then, you know, I think uh, both Richard Reese and Dominic both continue to push each other. I think they're, um, that one-two punch right there is, is a benefit to them and to us. And then you know, defensively, um, the emergence of uh, like Carl Williams, for example, um, and um, you know, Corey Gordon, um, you know, some of our younger players has been really cool to see. I think those guys are playing with confidence and they're playing with a, uh, a swagger which as a, as a defense we need. Uh, Mike uh, Smith's continue to make plays. Um, Gabe Hall has really shown up these last couple of days and has really um, has taken a big step forward, which is really good to see. I think T.J. Franklin, his leadership has been a big part of that. 
So excited about the growth, you know. I think the, the situational stuff's been good. I think continuing to try to get deeper and deeper out into some waters to where um, guys really have to make choices about like who they are, who we are, who we want to be and all that. And I think, um, you know, we did some of that these last couple days. We're going to do that for sure on Saturday. Take any questions that you guys got. Dave, you mentioned Reese and Richardson. Do you see that as maybe more of a tandem than them? I'm guessing they're still competing for the job, but more using them as kind of a tandem? Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I know for a fact, you know, um, uh, they both want to be the, the starter. And But I think, you know, it, it'll they're, they're so talented, and I think our ability to uh, maximize that particular talent I think has really grown throughout the spring to summer to now that we can really um, use them in similar but uh, sometimes real different ways that can really um, you know benefit them individually and so I think there's going to be lots of opportunities for, for touches and, and uh, carries and catches and all of it and so I think I look at that as a tandem um, and I think some of that has to be worked out here in these next couple of days. Questions in your mind that you wouldn't mind sharing? You know, I I gotta say, I mean, I loved hearing all that, but that's interesting. I mean, you know, talking about that running back position, Dominic Richardson comes in from Oklahoma State, and Richard Reese keeps getting named all these because of the year he had last year, all these preseason. Um accolades I, I get the sense Dominique has pushed him and and may may have not come in here hat in hand like hey you know y'all just let me ease in here and I'm gonna I want to help you now he wants to be the man and and I think that I think it truly could be a tandem but I don't think that's a bad thing at all that both those guys, it's extremely important to them to grab the job, the starting job, and to be the one in charge. And uh, I just, I, it's going to be, that's going to be a tough situation because they are going to have to make a call. And, and, and they may play almost an equal deal, but there will be a lead dog. There will be somebody that goes out there first. And, uh, I, I get the sense that Dominic has made this not as easy as they thought. Um, what do I have to back that up? I just I just listen to the coaches. I listen to uh, Aranda. I just and I, I kind of you know maybe hear rumblings coming from those practices and everything. And uh, I, I get the sense that this is a. Uh, this is a this is a dead heat, and if they had a way they're going to start both of them, they might try to run them both out there. But this is not going to be one of those hokey things. I I would think since he's the incumbent that Reese will get the start, but I think it's a little tough for him to decide, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing for the Bears. Now we uh we got some uh we got some fun stuff 
Uh, we got to kind of, you know, preview and get you ready, look back at a couple of Rangers things. But we may do some more Aranda tomorrow. Uh, we're pressed for time a little bit. But, man, I, I like hearing that. And I got to say, Aaron, um, the, Ga- the Gabe Hall, I mean, you know, he is a freakishly athletic, great, great talent. And I just haven't heard his name a ton during all this and the buildup, and that was good to hear it. And T.J. Franklin's going to get to continue to be mentioned. Mike Smith is mentioned every time. But, boy, Gabe Hall having a great practice, that's good for Baylor fans to hear. They need that, and he's just truly one of the biggest athletic talents in the Big 12 Conference. He is unreal as far as athleticism. He just has to put it all together, and he has to, he has to have that desire every single time he goes out. And and it really sounds to me like it's getting there. All right, we'll uh, say goodnight, do the dismount next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox, cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones, big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is time for the Dismount. Aaron, the Rangers, as you you saw those first two games, you thought Scherzer was going to get it done. He did not. Didn't even make it out of the fourth inning. Uh, he is now 11th on the all-time strikeout list which is pretty remarkable in itself, but did not get it done. They lose 6-2. to two. They get swept by the Brewers. The only redeeming thing was the Astros, again, by my thought process, we may have Astros fans listening and like, Mosley, I thought you were supposed to be unbiased. I never said that. My gosh, it was a Rangers fan forever. We're the Rangers of Philly. I lean toward the old Texas Rangers. But they got swept. And the Astros could have even moved past them. They didn't. They got swept as well by Seattle. The Mariners now sit three games behind the Rangers and only a half game behind the Astros. Who knew? Who knew that Julio Rodriguez and the fellas would come rolling back and, uh, Watch out for these Mariners. Rangers now two-and-a-half game lead. Got to get rolling again. And uh, we'll be, of course, bringing it all to you right here on one of the top Rangers affiliates in the country, ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great one. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Drake Cole. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Conference football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Commissioner Brett Yormark talking about the addition of the four newest schools to the Big 12. That's straight ahead on today's Modern